Hello, friends! Welcome to episode 7 of the Tabletop Tavern. We are so excited to see you here. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Jenny. I will be your dungeon master for this campaign. I'm gonna let my players go ahead and introduce themselves, starting with the fabulous Victoria Shaz. Hello, everyone. My name is Victoria, and I play Leon LaBelle. Hi. My name is Ryan, and I play Galen Wayfair, your resident brooding boy. <laughs> Hi, I'm Doe, or Doe Deer, and I play uh, weird and wonderful Crystal Foot. And I'm Pippin, and I play Ariadne and Kailta, uh, your local Vembo. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you all for being here again. Real quick, last episode, let's review what happened. Uh, the party battled the Stone King, during the course of which Galen was gravely injured. Uh, they did manage to defeat him, and after defeating the Stone Golem, Leon LaBelle pocketed his obsidian crown, and she, Ari, and Gris hauled the unconscious Galen to the Wildflower Inn, seeking medical attention. The innkeeper proved to be a competent healer, fond of attractive wood elves, and of great use to the party in solving the riddle of the dreamer at the end of the world. While Galen slept, the party made a pact to head in the direction of the knives, and as the night wound down, Ari agreed to watch over the Triton as he slept, albeit grudgingly. <laughs> the next morning, the, the party begins to awaken. The sun filters into the wildflowers' upper rooms, disrupting the slumber of their occupants. Gris awakens to find Leon already awake, rearranging the items in her bag in a thinly veiled show of impatience. And in the room across the hall, Ariadne opens one eye to watch as Galen sits with his head in his hands, the light streaming through the windows, in no way helping the throbbing pain in his head. Though he is now <laughs> conscious, Ari, uh, you can tell that the right side of his face is a purple and blue testament to the size and strength of the Stone King's palm. Um, Leon looks to Gris, her hand's still in her bag, and just kind of looks over and is like, Good morning, Gris. Good morning, Leon. Sleepyhead. You're, you're up rather early, considering everything we've been through this past evening. I couldn't sleep very well last night. How do you think uh, our buddy having... is faring? I mean, he was sleeping well. <laughs> yeah, he was sleeping well. well. <laughs> he was certainly sleeping well um i don't know how he's doing honestly i'm sure once we leave are we uh we'll figure it out feeling prepared to tell him about our travel plans today yeah telling is the right word yeah. <laughs> i'm prepared to tell there's no I'm, asking involved i i don't think asking works with galen it's kind of just do and then ask for forgiveness later I don't even ask for forgiveness. I'm going to be honest, Gris. When have I asked for And I certainly don't have the patience to do it today. I suppose you're right, Leon. I, I certainly right. do not. <laughs> and then Gris starts packing up her own things and, and once again, doing a quick little mental count of all the herbs and things in her satchel. So you are all kind of packing up in one room. Ari... Galen, how room. goes it in uh, Yumbo yeah. Himbo Central right now? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, in the other room, uh, I've noticed him stirring. 
and just go. Hurts, doesn't it? And just start to get to reach and, and grab my bag. Normally I'd be okay with this, but this feels a little disrespectful. Uh, uh, <laughs> I just throw, like, throw my feet over the edge and do something. Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> Look, I know you don't really like me at all, but do you maybe, uh, I know it's early, but do you want to grab a drink with me? Well, yes, always, especially uh, after you, you, what you put us through. Um, I, I will gladly uh, have you pay for my drink, yes. Righto. All right. Do you have all your stuff? Uh, yeah, and I just start gathering it up. Um, <laughs> I go, uh, before we, we get, I don't know what he's doing, but as I'm getting up, I'm just go like, you should be prepared. Leon's on a mission. Oh, okay. When is she not? Oh, that's uh, that's the question. I'll let her. I'll let her explain. Okay. And Galen stands up from his bed, just walks out the door because he doesn't really. He has. He sleeps with everything on him. So. Okay. Just walk out I just kind of wait for a sec and watch, and I'm just trying to determine how, like, if he's stumbling or not. It's like how injured he is. <laughs> He's walking okay, um, but it's very obvious that he's still in pain. Fair. So, do you two head downstairs? I think so. Yeah. All right, uh, Leon, Gris, are I think are I you figure you guys would have already been down there, but sort we're, of. We're yeah, down. are you already down there? Have you headed in that direction? I would imagine we would already yeah. be down there. Leon is waiting by the front door. Like this. <laughs> Tapping her foot. All right. Waiting impatiently. Um, Gris, while Leon is making a big show of impatience, you have sat down at a table and are being f served a lovely breakfast mm. by Lily. Perfect. Good morning, Lily. Thank you so much for the breakfast. I'm quite hungry after last night, even though I did eat uh, quite a few bowls of that wonderful mm -hmm. that you made. <laughs> I go, hi. Hi. Good morning. <laughs> uh, uh, two of your finest ales, please. Leon looks to Gavin and is like, well, hello there. How no. are you? Oh, good. Please uh, give us this first. Please. How about, first. How, how about, and, and Leon looks to Lily and is like, how about tea or something? It's like 7 a.m. <laughs> Lily sort of looks between everyone and is like, well, he certainly shouldn't be drinking. Ariadne, maybe I could offer you a tea with some whiskey in it? Uh, I, uh, yes. <laughs> so she... Yeah, yeah, whispers to Lily, make that a double, please. <laughs> uh, Lily sort of pulls a face in Galen's general direction as if to communicate, I didn't spend all that time healing you for you to just make this worse. And uh, <laughs> leaves and returns carrying four mugs of tea, one of which she makes a big show of handing to Ari, um, blushing Aww. as she does so. I take it. 
Gris kind of turns to Galen and looks at that black eye and like immediately goes to like push push on his face a little bit and just kind of tuts in his general direction. <sighs> You're not looking so good, Galen, my friend. Uh, what what gave it away? And she just kind of sighs oh and and places places her hand on his arm and and uses cure wounds. Okay, uh, would you roll for yeah that please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in the meantime, are Galen, Ari, and Doe all sitting? Doe, Gris, all sitting? Uh, yes. Yeah. Everyone is sitting yes. except for Leon, who I think is still standing by the door impatient. By the door. Leon has walked to the head of the table. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna use, I'm gonna use my second level cure wounds since I want to be fancy. So we got nine points for you there, my friend. Ah, oh, good. All right. I'll update that. Okay. So Seeing Leon walk to the head of the table, I just... I'm just like looking <laughs> everywhere else. <laughs> okay. Leon places her hands. Oh no. Should I was I go? gonna say, um, as you walk up, Lily, seeing that this appears to be a private conversation, returns to her spot behind the bar and um begins to read a different book than what you saw last night. It's small and worn and doesn't appear to have a title. Um and looks to be quite old. Anyways, do I I mean, are you watching her? (laughs) Duh. Yeah. Likely. Okay, Mm -hmm. then yes, you notice this. Cool, then this is all I am focused on and will probably not be receiving whatever words come out of Leon's mouth next. (laughs) (laughs) So Leon puts her hands on the table and kind of leads forward to everyone. What's on, what's on Gris's plate? Gris uh, has been served what's a, what appears to be fresh baked bread, just like mm-hmm. smothered in butter and mm-hmm. honey, mm-hmm. Um, with what appears to be some kind of herb sprinkled over the top. Yes. Leon looks at Gris and is like, "Can I have a piece of that?" <laughs> Gris, mouth half full, offers <laughs> offers Leon the other piece. And is like, "Oh, oh cool. Leon of takes a piece, takes a bite. She's like thinking. She looks at Galen. She's still leaning on the table. She's got a piece of bread in her one hand. She's leaning on the other hand. She looks at Galen. She says, So, do you feel up for walking or going somewhere today? Galen, Galen lets out a deep sigh. <sighs> I I mean, I guess. Well, wait. Shouldn't we tell Great. him what happened first? Chris! <laughs> okay. No, I'm going to give you a rundown of what out. happened. He's ready. I'm gonna give you a quick rundown, okay? I'm gonna give you a quick rundown of what occurred. No, I'm gonna tell you. (laughs) It's it'll be much faster if I tell you, Galen. Don't worry. (laughs) And in addition, I will then tell you what our next steps are. So you got yeeted by the Stone King. (laughs) Yes, you can roll a persuasion check to roll it. Uh and uh Leon, what is your passive wisdom my passive wisdom or actually your passive uh your passive charisma let's say what is your passive hang on hang on hang on what is what is your passive perception uh 12 but my charisma is plus five i shouldn't be able to be persuaded that easily 
charisma. You don't roll charisma against charisma. I'm so sorry. All right, so. Galen. I suppose. Uh, oh, shit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, four plus five. Great. Leon waves a hand in your general direction and continues on her monologue. So... You got yeeted by the Stone King, boom, on the ground. We were pretty worried about you, gotta say. But then he attacked us. Thank you for your help with that, by the way. Um, Ari kicked some ass. I kicked some ass. Bonfire! Bliss cast Bonfire, okay? Really cool. I'm not kidding, either. Really happened. Bonfire lit up. Honestly, as a fire user, I was really proud of her, okay? Leon looks to Gris and is like, I really was. I was so proud of you. I gotta say, I was so <laughs> proud of you. Gris just beams. <laughs> Galen leans over to Ari and says, how many times do you think she's going to mention herself in this story? <laughs> oh, at least a dozen, maybe. Mm. So we get, we, we start, we start walking, okay? We're walking. Ari's carrying you. I did it once. We all got to take turns, except for Gris. Um, so Ari was carrying you. We get here to the wildflower. Leon gets a little quieter. There was a lot of awkward flirting. <laughs> There was no such thing. Gris not even. It was. It was very cute. I'm it was precious, mm -hmm. but you would have, if you weren't already dying, you would have died witnessing it. From a, you would have just died. Anyways, so yeah. Gris gestures wildly to Lily in the corner reading her <laughs> book. Do I have? I I I'm guessing we all kind of have the same breakfast. Um, yes. I take a piece of bread and throw it at her. And. <laughs> Leon? Leon, yes. Leon, can you roll an acrobatic saving throw, please? <laughs> that... That's a nine. Uh, the bread smacks you on the arm and kind of sticks there in a buttery, honey-covered mess. <laughs> Leon, like, picks it off and looks at Ari and goes, Really? And like gently places it on the table and is like, okay. Anyways, so when we left, when we left, here's the thing though. When we left the other, when we left, we, we killed the Stone King. We left the room. There was a riddle. Okay. okay. And the riddle, it, 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 it said, where hell opens, you meet your fate. So I was like, okay, this is our next step. We get here. There's a map. Where hell opens, you meet your fate. We talk to Lily, Volcano. Next step, the knives. So we're going to the knives. Whoa, whoa, whoa. hold on. Mm -hmm. Where? Uh, the knives. That would be the knives. We need to go to Hell's Portal, the volcano. Are you sure you want to go to the knives? We have to. I don't particularly Are you want positive? to. Yes. Where Galen. else do you know of a volcano called Hell's Portal? Please enlighten me. Galen, the, the song... The, the, the song of the dreamer at the end of the world it references it yeah we mm. have to go we have to, we go. Have to go we talked about it last night in our yeah. room with this Chris and i we're on the same page here it's we gotta go do it. i think ari's down for whatever at this point i i don't get much of a choice do i <laughs> leon gets serious for a moment and is like listen i know you don't necessarily want to go back but we need to. I don't, we don't have any other choice. Where hell opens, you meet your fate. There's a volcano called Hell's Portal. We, we, we just have to. Fine. 
great. Oh, fine, fine. He said fine. That you. was easier than you expected. <laughs> you really must not feel great, huh? Yeah. No. <laughs> so, what I'm going to need you to do is point us in the right direction. And so we got to go. <laughs> helpful thank you i and meant once you, we you, leave you do that and then and guide you never really know which way you're pointing aren't the knives, that's a really great question ari aren't the knives islands aren't we gonna have to like swim risk there are boats <laughs> i'm so sorry I, uh... the absolute lack of intelligence sent me i <laughs> I've never been on a boat, Jenny. (laughs) (laughs) Lily arrives and begins clearing your plates off the table as as you're discussing with with Galen your plan to head to the knives. And overhearing your conversation, she first um, sort of pulls any of the water skins that you've placed on the table and presumably takes them to go fill them. But also she she stops with with the uh, water skins under one arm and carefully removes the map from the wall, which she rolls up and hands to Ariadne and says, Yes. I think you'll get more use out of this than I ever have. Hey, uh, Lily. Oh, right? Your name was you. Lily, miss? Uh, yes. You, you wouldn't have to, know how to pilot a boat, would you? <laughs> Lily sort of blinks and is like, I'd imagine you could charter a boat. Well, that's that's, now, is it? That's what we'll do, Lily. Please ignore him. He's still a bit out of it. Yes, she's so like Lily. Lily, I, I just like just look at her and say, "Oh, thank you. I, I'll make sure it finds its way back to you." She smiles and she says, "I know you will," (laughs) and then carries the Um, the water skins off. (laughs) Okay, now in I have it in my hand. I, I, once she has walked away and I, she's no longer in my line of sight because I will not break my line of sight before then. Um, I turn to Galen and just shift and I go, uh, yeah, you need to sign this. What, what is it? So that whenever people come, they mark it with an X of all the places they've been. And I said you would do it and you will. Do you want to know why? Because uh, yeah. you almost killed me. You could have warned me before taking the goddamn crown, but you didn't. So, Wait, and I slide it towards him. I did what? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was right behind you, remember? And you thought it would be a good idea to not think about the consequences of your actions. You they always like, do you remember launching towards the crown and that's why he woke up and yeeted you across the room? Like, do we not? Yeah, that sounds right. All right. <laughs> it's not. I almost died. You're Quill? signing the map. Avery really isn't the answer, Galen. Yeah, it is. Uh, where's the quill? I need a quill. I pull one out of my bag and an, and an ink pot. Thank you. And Galen just signs the letter G. Cool. Leon shakes her head and is like, <laughs> I and then she claps her hand and, I, I and she's like, and I roll it back up. 
So we need to go. We need Lily to go, everyone. arrives and presents you all with your water skins and sort of watches you as as Leon herds her her group of cats um, out the door here, <laughs> and she um, she as you're leaving Leon, she takes your hand and presses into it um, a bundle of herbs. And you notice that these are the same herbs that were by the bedsides that were supposed to aid with sleep. And she doesn't say anything, right? but she gives it to you um, very quietly, very sort of like almost secretively. Mm -hmm. Then um, she turns to Ari. Leon says thank you. Mm -hmm. And um, she gives Ari a stack of parchment, um, maybe a few inches in height. Uh, accompanied with hand-folded envelopes, which she's tied with some twine, and she says, If you ever want to write and tell me of your adventures, I'd be grateful. I, have, of, of, of course, I, I will. Uh. So her little brother sort of <laughs> takes his spot beside her and, and takes her hand and the two of them watch you as as Galen sort of leads you in a, a southerly direction. Oh, okay. Um, do you have anything you want to do, Ari? Before before I wanted you leave? to show. I wanted. I I was kept keeping it rolled out. I wanted to unroll it for her and see. Like, see, I made him sign it. She blushes. She blushes and looks like she might even cry. And then. Um, her little brother sort of tugs her back inside, and and as you run to catch up with your group, um, yes, she I'm casts stuffing you... it back in my scroll case. Yeah, exactly. She casts you one last longing look as as you head down the road. Um, <clears throat> Galen leads you further towards the south. The sea of mm -hmm. trees, thick forest, gives way to rolling hills and fields dotted by. Um, farmers and, and farmhouses, it's a very kind of agricultural area. Um, you walk this way for many hours, and as the sun begins to set, uh, you unroll the map and see that you are crossing into the town of Vinrick River Valley, which, um, from what you can tell, appears to be a moderately sized farming town. Um, it's surrounded by sprawling orchards and, and green pastures, and uh, you sort of all come to the conclusion that you should search for a place to pass the night. It's probably inappropriate for you to camp in, in one of these farmers' many fields. And so you find yeah. yourself uh, in the town center, which is a cluster of stone and wooden buildings. And uh, you find yourself looking for the inn. Mm -hmm. So um, Leon kind of looks around and is like, anyone been here before? Anyone? Y'all, yeah, uh, you guys like I know that I remember on your travels, Galen. I'm looking at you. No. <laughs> so, I... Leon, after discovering that none of your your party members have been here before, you sort of take a look around and notice a sign above a building that says Viri Valley Inn. That's where we should go, friends. Do I'm not sleeping right. outside. I want a bed. Leon heads towards the inn. Okay, as you one, we spent one night in the open air, and you're traumatized. I wouldn't say traumatized. I just say, hey, you know what? There's an inn, and you know what I like? A bed. 
I do kind of miss it. That's the sentence. Oh. I miss sleeping under the stars, though. Gris, I'm going to get you used to actual beds, honey. Hey, Gris, do you just want to sleep under that tree over there? No, don't give her that option. There are Villain, no trees. You're in the middle of a town center. There are no trees. You approach the inn. Um, and as you do so, you notice that there are no lights in the window, in the windows, which are shuttered shut. And the door appears to be locked. On the door, you can see a note, but you would have to get closer in order to read it. I think Gris will walk up and, and yeah. go to read it. All right, so it's in common, and it's written in very hasty, clearly excited handwriting that says, Baby is arriving! Exclamation point. Travelers seeking beds, please seek out. And then there's, there's a colon, and in much less legible handwriting, kind of chicken scratch, almost looks like the person who wrote it has hands too big to properly hold a, a pen or a quill in, in this situation. It says... The Lady of Linked Hearts Ranch. The Lady of Linked Hearts Ranch. Did what did you just say, Gris? Uh, apparently, B baby is arriving, and we need to see uh, yeah. the lady. Someone's having a baby. I don't know if that's what this means. It's well, there weird. it says it's a, it's arriving. Okay, so it's closed. Okay, it's closed. Where do we go? What does it say? It's got to tell us no, where to go. Closed, I, what I said, the, the lady. No, we're not doing that, but Galen. That's it not says a name. To... What does it say, Gris? It says to seek out the Lady of Lingtard's Ranch. But we don't know who that is. Well, then let's go find someone who knows who that is. There's going to be something around We all around here. Does she see anyone? There is actually a man standing across the street, uh, smoking what appears to be a corn cob, cob pipe and watching you with interest, uh, but not seeming particularly suspicious. Okay. Leon walks over to him. Okay. And she says... Hello there, good sir. Um, we're looking for the Lady of Linked Hearts Ranch. He takes a long drag of his corn pop pi cob pipe mm -hmm. and then laughs a little bit and smoke sort of comes out of his nose and he's like, well, lady, if you're looking for a lady mm -hmm. at Linked Hearts Ranch, you ain't gonna find nothing there right um. now. Other than, and he takes another long hit and he says, the lady's weird daughter. Okay. Great. Can you point us in that direction? Perhaps? He ashes the pipe uh, very close to to you. It like uh, uh, not very politely, and then mm. sort of points in a direction. And he says, "You take that road there for about half a mile, and you'll see it." I like him. Is his pipe flammable? It's a pipe, so maybe? <laughs> nope, I'm not gonna do it. Gris <laughs> kind of like side-eyes Leon and kind of like tugs her by yeah. the elbow and heads in the direction that the man Leon walks away without saying yeah. thank you, and she heads towards where he pointed out, Galen fumbling to herself. I should have set it on fire. Maybe okay. I should have set his clothing on fire. Perhaps I should have cast a cantrip on him. <laughs> he did help That's... us out, Leon. I know it was rude, but I wouldn't say help, Gris. He pointed us in the direction. That's all we needed. We're good. True. Also, that sarsen. 
<laughs> so you... they have a point. You wouldn't want to be a criminal like me, would you? Oh no, no, no. Galen, be careful. <laughs> So you all sort of head in the direction he pointed. There's a road, as he said, um, it's actually well kept. And it runs sort of parallel to what you can tell as just, just large fields. As you head down the road, you see on your right after a while, um, almost a sort of drive, uh, another sort of smaller road over which stands an archway that reads Link's Hearts Ranch. Um, there are two hearts as its symbol sort of interlocking with each other. Hey, I think we found it. Great insight, Galen. You well, really I'm just saying, like, that, that guy helped us, so you cannot be mad anymore. Mm. <laughs> I think you can always be mad. He was, it was, it was the manner in which he acted. I mean, it's all about tone. It's Meanwhile, manners with you nobles, and <laughs> storms off. Meanwhile, Gris is taking like a deep inhale and just enjoying being outside for a little bit longer, and and the oh, smell of the farmland, yeah. like the smell of you know being outside, and she just <laughs> kind of exhales and says, <laughs> "What do you think is weird about the daughter?" Leon's like, "Let's find out," and she walks up to the door. Okay, so you approach the farmhouse. Um, it is a quaint building, two stories tall, which is relatively rare, um, adjacent to a large red-painted barn. Um, you approach the, the door of, of the farmhouse, and you can see that there's light glowing in the window. It's golden and quite welcoming, and you think you can see a shadow moving about inside. Um, the door that you've approached is taller than the ones you're used to. Um, the doorknob is almost closer to your chest than to your belly button. So Chris's head, probably. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I point at the window and go, I think they're home. Leon knocks on the door and ignores Ari, like, thank you for that valuable insight. All right, so you knock on the door and a young woman, uh, perhaps in her mid-20s, opens the door, grinning at you with genuine hospitality. However, despite her appearance being overly kind, you are taken aback almost immediately with a sense of fright or even intimidation. Um, she's tall, closer to seven feet than six feet, um, with greenish skin and, and tusks emerging from her lower jaw. Um, she has long auburn hair that's shaved at the sides, braided, um, sort of and, and thrown over her, her shoulder. And despite her unmistakable orcish heritage, the closer you look, you notice that she has a gentle smile and a softness to her face that is unmistakably human. Um, Leon puts her Whoa. hand out because she's right at the front of the door and says, hi there, my name is Lady Leon Labelli. We were told to come to this ranch for housing, bedding, somewhere to sleep. What's your name? Is, are we in the right place? Well, did y'all come from the inn? We did. Yeah, we, we read the well, sign. Well, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to meet y'all. My name's Maxilla. Y'all can oh. definitely stay here. I know it's a little crazy at the inn right now. My mom's taking care of that. So, Love that. But we got plenty of space here. My family's out of town, so y'all can oh. just crash at our farm tonight. Fantastic. That's wonderful. Thank you, Maxilla. Um, Thank can you. we go in? 
absolutely. Come on in. I'll show you around. Leon steps in, following Maxilla. All right. I. Oh, do you follow? Sorry. Gris yeah, is... I just said I follow, but I'm just like, ugh. Gris is shell shocked. Has never seen anyone this tall. Is worried about being smashed like a bug, but also like recognizes Maxilla's like welcoming tone, and it's just like, hi. Can I? Can I? I can I notice Gris do that? And I just like hold out my hand. <laughs> Gris gladly accepts her friend's hands and follows suit. Galen's kind of just like glued in place, like staring up at Maxilla, kind of having a panic attack because it reminds him Maxilla of a goes. bartender. certain <laughs> <laughs> someone. So, um, as you walk wait, in wait, wait. behind, okay, go for it, go for it. Maxilla sees that. Uh, Galen has paused in the doorway and she says, Hey y'all, don't be a stranger. Come on in. Let's go. I'll show you around. And I kind of <laughs> do this motion <laughs> at Galen. Galen like sheepishly kind of like, Okay. Chris <laughs> like, okay. like kind of glances in Galen's direction like, <laughs> Everything okay, bud? <laughs> yeah. So, Leona's simply not paying attention. She's right behind Maxilla. Like, all right, show me around. Let's go. <laughs> Hospitality. Living for this. Oh, yes. So you cross the threshold and uh, you notice that the ceilings of this house are also very high. It's clearly built specifically for tall occupants, which now that you've seen Maxilla makes a lot more sense. Um, to your left appears to be the kitchen and dining area. There is a round dining table at which is seated um, a handsome orc man. Uh, he's leaning back in his chair with his, his large arms crossed over his chest uh, and his, his eyes narrowed as, as you approach. Something about him is familiar. His long hair is tied up, but it was definitely down the last time you saw him. And mm -hmm. the dark circles beneath his eyes are considerably less pronounced. Uh, he also just seems happier. Perhaps he hasn't had to deal with anyone with particularly sticky fingers. His expression is flat as his eyes pass over the party, but he flicks an eyebrow up at the sight of Galen. <laughs> Didn't I break Galen turns face around and runs away. <laughs> Leon sends message to Galen, you come back here right now, immediately. Don't you Galen dare. Is, nope, no. Says, nope, is he close nope. enough to me that come I can on. just grab his, other, his arm with my other arm and pull him back? I'll sleep outside. Thank you. Absolutely not, Galen. <laughs> um, does Leon remember him? Um, she bribed him. I mean, he did say that he broke Galen's face once, so she probably put the two and two together. So Leon does a double take and goes, "Are you the Are from you back the... in? You're the you're the bartender, the knuckle ass, and like who hit?" Can I just say, didn't say it at the time, it was well-deserved. <laughs> oh, very. <laughs> Probably not the greatest strategy. Please don't do it again, I beg of you. <laughs> but, much respect. He's he's concussed if it makes you feel any better. Yeah, he might die if you hit him this time. He did get his ass beat by a giant stone. Giant, <laughs> I <Yeah>. guess. <laughs> 
Uh, Travis uncrosses his arms and makes a non-committal noise before standing up and, and heading into the kitchen. Um, <laughs> there's no division between the two rooms, but he doesn't seem to be the most sociable person on the planet. That's fair. Leon looks to Maxilla and says, how do you know him? Oh, well, that's kind of a long story, but it seems that uh, y'all know him how I got to know him through the knock knee ass. See, I'm a little bit of an yeah. explorer myself, and I used to uh, oh. I used to go on a couple of ventures, and uh, I met Travis back then, and we kind of just hit it off. We're just trying it out right now, but uh, he's oh. he's real nice. I know we can be a little cold at first, but he's a real sweetheart oh. underneath. Don't don't Wait, let it. You two are you two are together. Leon's like whispering, like you two are together. <laughs> I don't. But I, it's new to me. <laughs> I don't. Okay, that's fine. Travis sets down a few tankards of ale on on the on the table, and he Thank just you. looks at Leon and he goes, "Yes," and then goes back to the kitchen. <laughs> great, that's great. <laughs> Leon's like, "Love that, love that for you, love that for you." Um, how many tankards of ale are there? He set down four. Okay, Leon. Doesn't take one. I I do immediately. I have no clue what was happening with that interaction about the yes are they or not. I just <laughs> are these like Next normal no year, so. tankards or like particularly large tankards? What or? a good question, Gris. They are larger than your head. <laughs> Gris just kind of like stares at the tankard closest to her and is like, Does um, Leon notice this? Yeah. Notice that they're larger than Gris. I mean, you notice that they're very no. Large that Gris tankers. is like staring at them <laughs> and in in stress. I presume does Leo notice that that you are more preoccupied by trying to get gossip from Maxilla? Okay, can okay. I notice that since we're right there? Yes, right. Um, uh, I turn around and go. I just turn around and I look at Gris. And I'm like, do you want a smaller? Glass. And Gris just kind of waves Ari off and slowly, like, with both hands, scoots the tankard towards her at the table. And kind of like you would a hot bowl of soup just kind of slurps from the top. Oh girl. my god, don't kill me. I'm just, I'm just going like this and trying to make sure it doesn't fall on her. She's like, this is fine. <laughs> Are you sure? It's I okay, don't I, don't, it. I don't need much, it's fine. I'll just take a little. <laughs> But gravity! Where is Galen right now? Uh, he's outside. <laughs> Leon sends message. Just real quick, Galen, he's not in the room. Can you please come in here? We have things to discuss. Like actual things, like actual strategy. All right. He's not gonna hit he, you. He's here he... with his girlfriend. She's saying this like... Can you just come in here, please? There's there's ale. You wanted alcohol earlier. We're getting you what you want. All right. Great. <laughs> Thank you. Um, like, walks back in, and then he kind of just does one of those, like, like peek around the door. <laughs> double check. Oh! Sure he's not. So, Galen, you peek around the door, and you see that Travis has, is now standing next to Maxilla, uh, sort of just watching this conversation occur. But when you peek around the corner, he winks at you, as if in warning. Oh. I okay. mean, it's 
fine as long as you don't try and rob him again. Listen, Ari, Leon I, looks oh. I almost died the first time, so... So you'd think it'd be a good deterrent. Good lesson. I mean, I didn't know at the time that he would punch me in the face Deck and you? shoot me halfway across yeah. the street, but it's it's fine. <laughs> Chris I guess. looks up from the tankard and says, you know, maybe you should apologize. That might help things. And I'm just gonna... That so, Chris has a point. Um, Maxilla, uh, are you also just kind of observing this this interaction? Or... Well, I was gonna pat uh, Travis on the back, uh, thanking him for being hospitable to our new guests. Uh, I was gonna do that, and he did that, and I really appreciate it, really helping this flow easier. <laughs> um, y'all seem to have some history. <laughs> Travis um, looks at Maxilla and he's like, I swear I've changed. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> I just can't believe because last time Travis runs that in all by himself. So he really just has to take no nonsense. And I, you know, if you caught him on a day where he hadn't slept in like three days and he was all alone. Yeah, that's a recipe for disaster. And yeah, I'm I sorry y'all got caught up in the crosshairs. It's okay. Oh, you do not have Even to apologize, Even if he was Max in tip-top shape, <laughs> it's not on him to protect his wealth. It's on Galen to not steal it. I can't Ari's help got a myself. Point. It's who I am, Ari. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're as slippery as a greased pig, ain't you? <laughs> You could say that. <laughs> Why would you grease a pig? Well, you do it for a competition at a fair, and if you grease them, then you have to. There's a competition where you try to tackle them, and if you tackle them, you get to take them home. Oh. So. But doesn't grease make grease it harder? That's that's the exactly. That's the point. that's, that's why <laughs> you grease them. Leona's like, is this what it's, people uh, in a... small towns do? I can tell you, what? I've never we seen do it that. Once a year, we always do it. Certainly, if the fair rolls in uh, during the harvest festival, we'll do something similar as well. I feel like I missed uh, out on so much living in a big city. Oh yeah, I've it's never a riot out here. Yeah, the hoot. Interesting. I'll have to like actually a venture coke. out and like do something like that at some point. Like maybe not participate, but like watch it. You know what I mean? A cultural <laughs> gap in Leon Labelle's life. Because believe it or not, definitely participate. I think it would be fun. Maybe we could grease Leo instead. Maybe we could grease you and have you run around. He says to Galen. (laughs) Galen sort of like Leo looks at Travis and goes, "I like that idea." (laughs) Galen sort of like poutedly crosses his arms and like looks at Travis like. "Hmm." I mean, so Leo looks at Travis and says, "Who's running the inn?" Travis, like who's running the the who's running your pub when you're here? What's going? How's that working? Travis strokes his chin and looks at Maxilla, and he goes, "Well, my uh, my son, my a kid that works for me is running it." Oh. You you said you said son first. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember Travis we, is we showing his little him, sweetheart over here. You told us all about him. Oh. Lovely. Oh, that's great. Oh, he's probably so excited to be able to kind of take that over for you. Um, okay. One word for it. <laughs> oh, 
hopefully he won't burn it down <laughs> while I'm gone. At that point, Travis oh. uh, kind of goes back into the kitchen and reemerges holding a large pan full of um, what looks to be a, a whole roast chicken and uh, an assortment of spring vegetables that have also been roasted. And he plops it down on the table and he looks at Maxwell and he says, Forks? Forks? Where, where are the forks? Oh, I'll get those. I'll, I'll be right back. And then Maxwell goes and rummages through a, a, a sink and cleans all the forks and brings them so back out. As, as like an attempt to get onto Travis's good side, Kaylin looks up at Travis and goes, "You know, uh, I'm a, uh, I'm particularly good with these." And he like unsheaths two daggers and like twirls them between his fingers and says, "Would you like me to?" carve this chicken Travis takes one of the daggers out of Galen's hands forcefully and carves the chicken with incredible skill before handing it back to him and says oh, I okay. think I'm good I, I offered alright and he sheaths his daggers again Chris is kind of just watching this all unfold and like hiding a little bit behind her giant tankard and she at this point just kind of lets out like a, a, a bit of a loud laugh yeah. <laughs> and, and kind of and kind of turns to, to Travis and said did you make this or did Maxilla it smells rather delightful he actually it blushes does. It, I'm with I'm with Chris he blushes at this compliment and he says oh um well I I made it I'm glad you you think it, it smells nice. Maxilla you, you, you seems to did a good a job, thing. Travis. Like, How divine. Kaylin's like really <laughs> trying to Chris, be like, hey. <laughs> Chris shakes her head at Galen and, and turns to Travis and says, I do believe that your food at your tavern has been the best we've had on our journey so far. Although we did have some rather good mushroom stew a little bit a while ago, but I am, of course, she's biased to mushrooms. mushrooms. <laughs> No, I was she's... getting there, Leon. I mm. was getting there. If there's a mushroom involved, this <laughs> is like, that's it. <laughs> Pinnacle of cooking. I would definitely say it was like the food at your tavern. And then just, well, I mean, there was good food at that one party that we went to where they Leon, tried to stop. kill me. But <laughs> Leon, please. We're not going to talk about that one. <laughs> Anyways, then tonight, it was all terrible. I got bread thrown at me this morning. Yes, deservedly. <laughs> and Leon looks at Ari and is like, Travis makes eye contact with Maxilla and he goes, <clears throat> Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you hear that? <laughs> they, um, they like my cooking. Yeah, I pat, I pat Travis on the back Ari and Maxilla you. says, This, see, he's being a little shy, but this is Travis's specialty. He cooks the oh. best chicken ever, and having anybody praise it, well, that will just be a little key to his heart, ain't it? He's just blushing so hard, <laughs> and he's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm so oh excited God. to try it. I couldn't wait anymore. Gris is kind of, kind of leaning back and thinking for a second. She goes, well, you weren't expecting guests, were you? Quite the quite the meal for, for two. Yeah, are we, are, are we, uh, are, we're not interrupting, are we? Because I can leave if, uh, if that's the case. Oh, no. Leon, Leon sends Galen open. a message, shut up. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, don't be, don't be, <laughs> that's all. She don't said. be coy. Our the uh, linked hard ranch. Our doors are always open to gays, especially now with like uh, with the inn being closed. We have one to have our doors open, so we we've been cooking. Well, that's, uh, and that's planning, very so. But also, so I did make the chicken for her. Thank you for asking. <laughs> well, we appreciate the willingness to share, Travis. Really, we do. Honestly, we've been walking all day. I'm starving. Um, I'm, I'm really quite hungry, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he nods and crosses his arms. Is there a plate? And... Yeah, yeah. You... So he's also put a stack. Leon's going to start, like, gently grabbing food. <laughs> Six plates on the table. Um, there's only... Mm -hmm. It looks to be five chairs around the table, uh, which is mm -hmm. odd because from what you can tell, the osteoclasts are a large family. But when right. you cast a look outside, you see that someone has dragged one of the kitchen chairs um, out onto the, the porch, presumably to the, enjoy the, wa the weather at some point. Uh. Well, who's standing right now? Because Leon already sat down. So from what I can tell... Yeah. Uh, at least three of you are seated. Yeah. I would assume Maxilla and Travis are still standing out of hospitality. I'm still standing because Galen's nervous to sit down. <laughs> uh, seeing that so that means there's two seats like... left? Yes. Okay. But, what was Ari going to say? I was just going to say, seeing that they're still standing, uh, I just go... Well, it's your meal. You should sit down with us. Travis, with his arms crossed, Galen. looks at Galen and kind of tips his chin back at him. And he's like, sit down. Okay. <laughs> and Galen sits down and <laughs> sits up straight. Food. Minds his manners. Yeah. <laughs> Leon's like starting to eat. She's like, She's like doing the thing where she's like, "Oh my god, this is so good." Yeah. Oh my god. And Gris, Gris has Real grabbed food. herself. Oh my god. A plate and has just kind of pulled the vegetables uh, from around the chicken to her plate and is like happily munching on. What oh. I imagine are some are delightfully cooked veggies. These are, by the way, as you dig into this food, you realize that Maxilla has not exaggerated. This is fantastic food. Mm -hmm. Um. Although. One chicken doesn't seem sufficient for everyone at, at the table. Uh, it doesn't seem to be a big deal. It seems that, that Travis is, is foregoing the meal and Maxilla, uh, ever the good host, is politely waiting for everyone to eat their fill before she before she digs in herself. Um, as you eat- Leon only has one serving because it's like not proper for, <laughs> it's like a, she's like, no, yeah. no, 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 guests have to eat too, no, no. Mm -hmm. Or hosts rather. <laughs> Uh, as as you're all sort of eating your fill, Travis uh, looks over to Maxilla and he says, "Maybe they could help with uh, with with what you were telling me about earlier." Yeah, I was curious in general. Uh, Y'all seem like to be a little party uh, gang traveling mm -hmm. around. What brings you from our valley? We are heading to the knives. Ah. Yes. <laughs> Maxilla does not know what that is. <laughs> Chris well, kind of like. Is there a look on confusion that I, that I can like clock? 
Probably. Um, <laughs> we're gonna say that Intelligence Dumpstat Squad recognizes a fellow member of the Intelligence Dumpstat Squad. <laughs> and so, yeah, okay. you kind of, you clock Maxilla's look of confusion. Cool. I just go, a volcano! Yes, we're heading to the volcano. The big one. The big one. The one that's called Hell's Portal. Well, that sounds that like... Quite dangerous. Quite the challenge. You could say that. <laughs> well, Caleb, yeah. like, staring down yeah, at the floor, we're... like twiddling his thumbs. He's like, "Yeah, it's uh, it's real dangerous." We're gonna ride a boat. <laughs> Leon says, well, "What is what is Travis talking about? What what do you need help with?" Well, I I don't want to make I don't want to intrude. I feel like. Uh, you know, y'all probably got your own problems going on, but well, we've been Are having we a bit of a problem. Uh, we're a really quiet town. Uh, we've had some bandits in the past and some other stuff, um, disasters, but uh, they all seem pretty straightforward. But we've had right. like it seems that we've got a bit of a pest problem. And this Travis snorts uh, and he says. A bit of a pest problem. They've got a gigantic pest problem. And he starts clearing any empty plates off the table. Gris immediately kind of Leon speaks looks up. to Travis and says, what do you mean? He jabs his thumb to Maxilla as if he, he regrets interrupting her. Uh, um, there's something, it might be varmints. I'm not sure. Um, but we've been finding some... We've had some livestock go missing, which, you know, you could equate just to a couple coyotes, but it's been more than, more than usual. Uh, mm -hmm. And we've just been finding, like, bones and some other innards that suggest that these uh, cattle seem to be going missing. Uh, and well, that's disturbing. Not just wandering off. Yeah, we've been, it's been by the river mostly, and I just, I want to get down there, and I've been trying to investigate a little bit, but. I don't have my uh, adventuring friends much, so it's just been me, and I can't fend too much. Grace, did, did you uh, say river? Yeah, the Viri Valley, uh, the Virnik River, uh, passing through town. Having thought that this was smaller pests, Gris had pulled out some herbs and stuff, ready to like drop some herbal remedies. <laughs> Immediately, kind of like shoves them back into her bag and kind of leans forward and says, "Whole cows, whole animals missing." Leon I is mean, like, "Whatever it is, I'm pretty sure Leon could like set fire to it." I could do that. Mm. I do fire now I'm too. Good at that. I could do that. Why? I just them, but they sound really big, and I don't know that I want to be that close to them. Travis sort of laughs. We're not going to listen to Ari on this one. At Ari's fear, and he's like, don't worry. Between the two of us, and he looks at Maxilla with pride and says, you'll be fine. Uh, Leon looks to Maxilla and says, the least we can do for the hospitality that you're providing us currently and tonight when you most certainly do not have to welcome us into your home, uh, I'm certain that we could help you before we head towards our next destination in the Knives. I, I don't see any issue with that whatsoever, and I think my whole party would agree with me, and she looks at everyone and is like, 
agree. Chris doesn't say agree, but she's looking at them like... (laughs) I already had, and you just threw me under the wagon. I was supporting you and your arsonist tendencies, but okay. (laughs) Chris Chris nods heavily and uh, says, What's an extra day to get rid of some pests for some new friends? Exactly. (laughs) Well, aren't y'all sweet as pie? I really appreciate the help. It's really been, been a problem. It's starting to get to a big problem. Right. Oh yeah. Anything to yeah, help, fi- uh, help, Travis? Travis <laughs> looks at you and goes, "You can stop brown nosing. I won't break your face again." Looks like somebody pro- beat me there, anyways. Do you promise? Mm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So I when do we want look, to look do again this? and say, "Oh, someone's afraid." <laughs> <laughs> Leon's mm-hmm. like, what gave you that idea, Ari? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like Should we get some it. rest um, and do it first thing in the morning? We have traveled a, quite a bit today. Yeah, that's fine by me. I know y'all have been traveling quite a bit and I won't get worse. <laughs> uh, hopefully. <laughs> um... <laughs> Are these like no- nocturnal type? That's what yeah. I was going to ask, Ari. Great question. We do seem to be finding them at night. I'm not sure. We might be able to trace them in the morning. I, I'm not the best tracker. I Typically, we just kind of find, I find just normal cow footprints and uh, sheep prints. But Would hmm. you prefer for us to go out tonight so it's easier to track them? If y'all, I if y'all are up for it, I know. I if you're not too After tired, that maybe chicken, it would I'm be up good. for anything. <laughs> I think we're all feeling pretty good after the chicken. <laughs> if I'm being honest. Yep. <laughs> and to me, it doesn't make sense if we run the risk of not finding the creature during the daytime, and we run a better chance of finding it now. I should like to actually be able to help you rather than having to wait a whole other day tomorrow. Travis clears his throat. <clears throat> well, you know, if if we went tonight, I wouldn't have to stay and watch the farmhouse, and I'd prefer to come along if Sticky Fingers is going to be there. What what is that? Supposed he will to be. Mean? Also, I think I'd like you to come along. You're quite <laughs> strong, <laughs> valuable. Well, we've seen it in action. Yes, yes, we have, Ari. Yes, we have. <laughs> Travis kind of stands and says, away the last of the plates and uh, sort of looks at Maxilla for, for further instruction. Well, I mean, as soon as we clean these plates, we can head out. I need to go get my supplies, uh, my weapons, uh, and then we can head out if y'all are ready. Or Absolutely. you can grab, go up to your rooms and drop off all the things you need. If you want to leave them here, we can lock the door so there won't, would be no problem. I don't even know. Kind of grabs her satchel under her arms and I'm ready. (laughs) Yeah. I think we're good. We don't really carry that much to begin with. Mm -mm. And the only person we protect them from is unfortunately our friend. (laughs) (laughs) Travis actually laughs at that one. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he and Maxilla disappear upstairs for a few moments and return on... Heavily armored, uh, Travis has quite the arsenal of, of various large weapons strapped to his back, and 
Galen uh, is even impressed by by the amount of knives this this man is carrying. Maxilla, meanwhile, um, the most notable noticeable feature for her is a large shield that's that's strapped over her back. Both of them, you realize, seem much more ready to face the kind of heavy hitting monsters you've you've seen recently. Gris kind of like clutches her staff a little bit, you know, kind of as like a, a, a safety net, and then kind of looks over to Maxilla and says, I'm wondering if we're kind of ill-equipped. Should we borrow anything? I've got a staff and a dagger and some darts. That's kind of it. I'm sorry, y'all. We don't really carry a lot of weaponry. We have some farm tools if you want to use those. I I mean, Travis has what he brought, and I only got my war hammer. Um, my mama gave that to me. Uh, it's kind of a family heirloom, but that's the only weapon we got in the house. Well, it looks sharp. <laughs> I pull out my, I pull out, I pull out my shorts and I go, I think I'm good. <laughs> Gris kind of mumbles. I, I, I go like this, I have a fist, and I'm like, <laughs> and I well, sleep it again. And Galen has a lot of knives. Maybe I'm the only one ill-equipped and just kind of like... You have the own Gris and says, I don't even have a staff, Gris. Travis, Leon. seeing Gris's discomfort and maybe even Whose fear, kneels down to her level and looks her in the eyes and he says, People like you have saved my life. And gives her kind of like an awkward little pat on, on her head. And then stands back up and looks at Maxilla and uh, sort of sort of looks at her as if for approval. <laughs> Gris beams and is just like, okay, we can go. <laughs> and don't worry, y'all. You have my shield. I'm, I promise I'll protect y'all the best I can. Thank you, Maxilla. I will likely need it. Leon's mm-hmm. like, I don't have a lot of help. <laughs> yeah, you definitely look like you've been on a lot more adventures than we have, and we've kind of gotten our asses kicked at most of them. Oh, well. Are we dead, Ari? <laughs> No. <laughs> we did Almost dead is no better. We're still Almost here now. Count in horseshoes. <laughs> Lead the way, Maxilla, and just kinda gris chuckles. <laughs> Alright. So you Off all we go. follow follow Maxilla into the night. She leads, uh Travos kind of follows in, in the rear. Um so so there's all of you sort of in almost a line. Um Maxilla leads you through the fields um, and sort of down very precise paths as if she is very used to, to walking these these fields and and kind of anytime you get a little too close to a crop she she shoots you a little look as if don't step on my, my plant babies please mm-hmm. um, you head down to the river which is lined by weeping willows and behind them appear to be hills that sort of transform to almost cliffs as you get closer to the river, you can see what Maxilla's talking about. Um, there's almost a trail of, of bleached bones that, that glow silver in, in the moonlight and um, just sort of odd, random pieces of of entrails and, and weird stuff. It's, it's inherently uncomfortable. But Maxilla uh, and sort of stops by the river's edge and, and looks around. Um, as if this is the furthest she's been able to to follow the trail. Can I roll? Yo, I guess this back. is where we yeah, start. Can we all? Yeah. Sorry, Maxilla. 
Oh, I was just gonna say this is what I this is where I've gone. This is how far I found this trail. Uh, it kind of just ends up following this bank of the river. I'm not sure where else to go from here. Now, I would you all like to roll play. perception checks? Yeah. Yeah, I'd like yes. to roll a perception check. Okay, everybody can roll one if you want. <laughs> okay. Mine's a 16 plus 2, 18. Mine's 6. I got 9 plus 4, 13. Oh. So, in character. 16 plus 3, 19. All right, so Leon and Galen both kind of step forward. Um, Leon, you, in an uncharacteristic move, actually find yourself sort of ankle deep in in the river. Um, And you can see on on the other side of the bank more bones, but also what appear to be footprints. Galen, you see the same thing, and being sort of ankle deep in the river, you... uh, sort of jump forward and and swim to the other side, popping up on the other side, um, and hastily drying yourself off um, as as quickly as possible. How deep is this water? Deep enough to swim in, apparently. Yeah, it's deep enough. You would have to swim to cross it. Or be very tall. Are there bridges around? There are no bridges. Okay, everyone swims across the river as well. (laughs) Um, Maxilla! notices someone being uncomfortable while going in the water and she's like if you don't mind you can kind of rest on my uh, shoulders if you want to cross and not get too wet I would love that Maxilla thank you Leon's on it she's like yep that's great sounds good to me awesome that love that for me <laughs> she immediately as as walks Leon over to Maxilla started, I just started swimming and I was like I mean if Leon's gonna do it uh so I'm gonna need two things first uh Maxilla okay. can I get a strength check yeah. Ari, I'm going to need an acrobatic saving throw. Okay. Oh, no. Wow, I wish Not I like acrobatic. I'm sorry. Athletics yeah. saving throw. Athletics. It's going to be oh, okay. under athletics. Okay. Give me a second. Four plus three is seven. Oh, wait. I found it. All right, and that's a 15 for strength check. So Maxilla, uh, before Ari dives into the water, you pick up Leon, um, easily actually, and throw her over your shoulders and she sort of situates herself and and you carry her across. Uh, Travis uh, looks over at, at Gris and before you can ask her if, if she would like a, a similar lift, Ari pushes past him and dives into the water. Ari, you are mm-hmm. struck by how quickly the current is moving and can feel yourself oh, okay. starting to be dragged away it turns out that living in the woods you get accustomed to creeks and the occasional mm-hmm. lake you've never really been in this kind of powerful yeah. body of water before luckily uh travis reaches in and grabs you and throws you over his shoulder and then looks to gris and says do you want to ride gris, gris looks all the way up at travis and says oh. <laughs> Thank you. There's no way I could swim in this. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. I, I, uh, I, I, as he picks me up, there's me. I'm like, uh, thank you. I may have underestimated your river. Um. <coughs> <laughs> he makes Gris- a, a noise of acknowledgement and then picks Gris up with with one hand, 
and sets her gently on on his other shoulder. Um, Chris kind of holds on and like trying to talk through like an awkward situation of being carried by someone is like, well, I guess I could have maybe turned into used wild shape and turned into a nun, an animal, but I don't want to be a fish for like an hour. So <laughs> this is a lot easier. Thanks, Travis. Oh my God, I love Chris so much. <laughs> he carries Alan, them like, across the river and sets them next to uh, Maxilla and Leon and Galen. And before really saying anything else, he looks to Galen, narrows his eyes at his mouth and he goes... I like those about his now pointed teeth. Oh, oh, these? You, you, you like these? Hmm. <laughs> Great. This <laughs> is like he has, he has gills too, you know. Chris, not now. <laughs> oh, never mind. And then she kind of just like busies herself with her staff. <laughs> Matching teeth. <laughs> love that love that leon's like a little like okay oh god sharp teeth <laughs> can't relate oh yeah this is the kind of like anime thing where he like throws back his hair puts his fist on his hip and is like yeah it flashes a grin <laughs> god was that necessary yes all right it was it was completely necessary okay Leon puts her hands together and says, okay, next clue. What's happening here? What's the situation? What are we going to do? How are we, where's the, I see more bones. I see some footprints of some sort. What are they? I... Maxilla rolled a seven on perception, by the way. So she's like, y'all know more than me. Maxilla, Galen <laughs> and Leon are the ones who know shit here. So Leon walks over to the footprints. Can she recognize them at all with her 18? Yes. So uh there's a couple things going on here. Ari, you also you also rolled low, right? I rolled 13, not as low as Gris, but Okay, so Ari, you are um sort of preoccupied by this weird sensation that you used to get in the woods when there were okay. predators around that almost kind of feels in tune with with your knowledge of, of wild spaces. Mm-hmm. And you can feel as if you are being hunted. Uh, Maxilla, you are too distracted by um the way mm-hmm. that the water glistens on Travis's skin in the moonlight to really notice anything at all. Bye. And Gris, you have actually actively started to braid Travis's hair. Maybe in just I'm a sad. sort of effort to occupy your anxious hands. Leon, you and Galen have crouched down by these prints. And although you're not familiar with farm animals, you can tell that this is some sort of animal. And Galen, Mm -hmm. you're fairly sure that this is a cow, having stolen at least one in in your lifetime. Sounds about right. So does Galen say that's those are cow prints? I don't know. (laughs) Galen crouches down and he kind of like gets like real close to it right and he he's he like looks at it up and down and like looks up the path and he's like these are cow prints looking like directly at leon these are cow prints leon looks at him and is like are you fucking kidding me no i'm looking as i look okay, between we them should both, probably just follow them right, right. Uh, yeah as as i look i look between them both and i go and there aren't any other ones 
And, and Gris, while, while braiding Travis's hair, is like, is any cows that you guys have that have been missing? Why would a cow be over here? This seems kind of far from your stables. No? Leon puts her head in her hands like... Oh my god. Yes, Gris. <laughs> um, we should... We should just follow these footsteps, I think. I My think that'll think take us. How a cow passes a river. What did I agree to? Maxilla, yeah. can I get an animal handling check? You betcha. It's <laughs> like, that's a good I, idea. That's that a sentence we haven't heard yet. Yeah. How many? That's a tw that's a twenty five. <laughs> All right, Maxilla. Oh, hell yeah! When you hear that there are cow prints on this side of the river, your distraction immediately ends. There are more important things than being thirsty for an orc man. You uh, you animals on the line, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> it hits you that cows could absolutely not cross this river. They were either, I mean, they had to be carried. There's no bridge for miles. For a cow to get from one point to the other, something had to have happened. Someone had to have intervened. Mm -hmm. So when they say that these are cow prints, something clicks for you. Hey, yo, this ain't natural. Oh? That's what no, I was I thinking. <laughs> the typically, like, I've been around animals my whole life, and I know for certain that a cow cannot pass through that river. We, you saw, we had to carry all y'all across that river. There's no <laughs> way that a cow would be able to do that. Either somebody, yeah, I, something's I don't think going so. on. Their arms, I don't think that they could swim. <laughs> I mean, Not I, well. Cows aren't that much taller than me, you, you guys. There's was, no way. <laughs> was, was the current really that bad? Yeah, actually. Oh, oh, oh I'm Galen. Uh, I'm so good at swimming. Oh, I'm oh. Leon. I flaunt all oh. my wealth and flirt with everyone. <laughs> You're not wrong, Galen. You're not wrong. So <laughs> Leon looks to Maxilla and says, so you're saying that you think somebody, something, something carried the cow across the river so we should follow the cow prints to find what we're looking for is what i'm gathering that's that I seems don't... like it there, okay yeah i there seems to be some sort of intervention mm -hmm. who is going to lead the way because it's not going to be the sorceress Can I... um, looks at everyone. yeah galen's already that... walking down the path with his short bow drawn yeah, I was going to say, right, now that Maxwell has seen the cow prints, can she also follow along with that in the lead? I would have Maxilla lead personally, but lead, but it's really up to, um, you know, if if you're sure about your decision to lead, Galen, you can, um, you can lead. Yeah, well, I, it, well, Galen doesn't think. He already saw yeah. pretty moving. Um, hey, seeing them start can, to walk, though, can I just look around me and evaluate that same feeling and think, can I just please advise caution? Travis actually pulls his head away from Gris's uh, nimble fingers and, and really fully sets her down on the ground and, and looks at you and he says, I feel it too. Feel what? And he, he sort of like pushes you along after Maxilla and he's like, don't worry about it. Oh. Yeah, Travis, how about you watch the back? Watch our flank. Leon sends a message to Galen. Hey, uh, you know the one with the giant shield? You should you should let her lead. She's it's it literally walk right behind her. I don't care. 
You literally almost died yesterday. We're fine. Bring it down a notch, sir. We're fine. Oh my god. That's Chris kind of like that. <laughs> uh, kind of looks at Galen bleeding, and she's like, "Well, ain't you chomping at the bit to lead?" <laughs> and kind of like maybe tries to jog alongside him, like. <laughs> okay. I mean, you do have his a pride, movement His speed. pride's bruised. He has to make up for it. Galen looks up at Maxilla and goes like, "Does Travis like fish?" <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it never came okay. out. Hearing that, can I call back to Travis? Do you like fish? Travis calls back. Tell him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Travis All has right. to shut the fuck up, Galen. I I heard it. Thank you. Leon's dying. Gris is working as fast as she can to kind of like get, keep pace with Leon. Um, and she kind of like turns to Leon and says, you know, I wasn't able to heal him all the way this morning. He's oh, I know. I I know. Okay. I know. <laughs> I've as already... Walking, Galen knocks an arrow. Maxilla draws her shield and equips her Warhammer. Yeah. Leon looks to Gris and I... says... I don't know. I don't. I don't have. I don't. I can't do the cool equip thing that you can all do. Like maybe you want to pull out your staff. Chris <laughs> just kind of like shakes her staff anxiously as like Rafiki would, and just shrugs. <laughs> so Leon kind of like shakes her hand in response, like, "Yeah, fine." Then I, seeing that, I draw mine and just step like step up or catch up to just step in front of her and go like, "Fine." I'm just like. I'm here for you. <laughs> Travis. And your special hands. <laughs> Travis seems to think that Thank this is all very dramatic, but um, sort of makes a half-hearted attempt to pull out his, his battle axe and then just sort of decides against it. And uh, Maxilla, as you travel down the path, you suddenly notice that the footprints beneath your feet have very suddenly disappeared. So should we be doing another perception check? I think so. Okay. Well, oh, it looks like Did Maxilla tell us this? I don't know. Um, she, yeah. I think her internet connection might have cut out here. Okay. Give me a second. Just give it a sec. Oh, everything's screaming. It's all good. We can vamp. We can... Hello, everyone. <laughs> 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 I was never good at vamping. Just as a wreck for the record everyone tech um, problems for bingo <laughs> yo i do got a technical difficulty screen ready to go if you need it <laughs> you do you, you betcha <laughs> oh so that was on it might be helpful oh, thank you for that raid earlier yeah we got a raid we got a resub i think we can do some thinking oh, oh I, I think she oh. ali left and then and it's probably going to rejoin momentarily. Ooh, look at the way that the the thing changes. Would it help happens. if I made dial-up sounds? Uh, maybe. I'm going to throw up our uh, our stream start soon thing. We will be right back after these messages. Sure yes. thing. Uh, all right, we are back. Thank you so much for your patience. Uh, so, Maxilla, you have noticed that the uh, footprints, the cow prints on the ground 
mysteriously disappear, um, as if the cow itself vanished into thin air. However, you can see about 10 feet ahead of you, um, like, just cow patties that appear to have been splattered from a high height. Oh my. <laughs> Can we all see that? Um, Maxima's uh, in the front, the so group? presumably Galen sees it as well. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. Hey, y'all, keep watch where you step, and also watch where you're walking. We might have some flying cows. Especially you, Leon. Be careful. Uh, I beg your pardon? Leon's like, what? Just be careful, lady. And Gris kind of- Be careful of Gris turns to Leon and says, But cows have wings! I'm so- Oh! It like clicks for Leon and she's like, Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, ew. Okay. Oh god. And Gris kind of like that thing where it's like, Chris points like a couple of feet ahead of them and like points one out to Leon and says that stay away from that yeah um, Natalie that's disgusting Travis uh, sort of pushes that's his wrong. way to the front of the group and looks at Maxilla and he's like didn't you tell me these things were flammable yeah they've got a lot of uh, natural gas in them that if you if, if there were to be a a flame near it, it might catch fire. It's pretty flammable. I mean, it's not going to just spontaneously combust, but... Oh, did you have oh, I wish to I say had that? message right now. <laughs> Leon walks up to them and is like, can you just... Okay. What's flammable? <laughs> and should I just be setting it on fire, or should I avoid setting it on fire? Has Galen heard this? What do you need yes. from me here? You're standing next to the group. Here. Don't fucking set anything on fire, please. <laughs> but do we want this to be no. set on fire? Maxilla. Not currently. <laughs> okay, well you let me know when. Do I have to be worried about anything else in the vicinity? Or is it just, cause like, I don't, we haven't really talked about what everyone's like fighting styles, but I, I kind of like specialize in fire magic. So, it's That's not like the whole area around a cow patty is going to okay, catch fire. You just got to watch out for like the the thing itself. Like it's a piece of wood. Just imagine that. But if but you want to set it on fire, use them as ammunition. Yeah, if you want to set it on fire and throw it like a frisbee. Okay, but we don't want to set fire to their land and destroy it. That's the thing that we're getting at here. We don't want to damage their property. Yeah. I'm just trying to innovate. Anyways, do we see you anything? start thinking about other people's property. Touche. Travis question tackles on. at that. He seems to be very entertained by Ari and, <laughs> and their general sense of humor. And he reaches down and gives them a, a fond pat on the head. Uh, My life is complete. Before turning Maxil in, he says, maybe we should follow the... Cow patty. Yeah, that seems something super something unnatural is happening with these cow patties. I think if we're trying to yeah. find that source, it'd be wise to just follow that path. Okay. Has the feeling of the uh, the the feeling of being hunted stayed about the same increased at all? Oh, honey, it's gotten so much worse. <laughs> so uh, I remembering Travis said he felt it too. I just look at him and I'm like. 
Are you not concerned? He sort of shrugs and he says, Kid, I'm 300 pounds and seven feet tall. Okay, well... But still... Leon looks at them and is like, what are we concerned about? I think I think Travis knows how big he is. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about what Ari said. I'm sure we can handle whatever's out here. Uh, Don't worry. It's fine. If Travis says it's fine, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Ari, what are you concerned about? Well, we these things were chasing. There seemed they seemed to be big. And there are cows, and there's Uh something watching us, and I'm just apprehensive. Ari, Ari, have you considered full sentences? No. (laughs) Okay, it's fine. We should move along. Um, (laughs) It's like Ari's far too flustered to explain anything. (laughs) Can I get a perception roll from the party? Everyone. Yes. Passive perception oh, yeah. or just perception in general? Perception in general. Okay. Eight plus four, twelve. Nineteen. That's a twelve plus two, fourteen. And Maxilla. Uh, uh, five. <laughs> All, All right. right, Maxilla. Uh, hang on. Let me roll for what's his face here. Maxilla, you are too distracted by uh, the thought of sky cows and concern for the cows. And uh, you really do think that Travis's hair looks quite nice, Brayden. I guess. Travis, uh, meanwhile, thinks you look quite pretty holding a a war hammer. And uh, neither of you are really much help in this situation. However, Gris... You sort of uh, stride forward on on the path, and your finely attuned senses to the wilderness, much like Ari's earlier, um, notices something odd. Um, Beyond what appears to be kind of a thicket of bushes, you think you see something that sort of reminds you of a large nest. It's a very rocky area. There appear to be... um, branches and and lots of bones stuck there and in the center are three large eggs probably about half as tall as you are um and you can hear something sort of slithering and flapping uh i'd seen this gris kind of like tugs pokes prods up i guess maxilla's Shin, <laughs> whatever, whatever she has access to, and says, "Did you say flying cows?" By the way, because oh, there's good. Well, go on, Grace. Sorry, there's a nest, uh, kind of over through that thicket over there, and uh, I'm hearing something that sounds not quite bird-like, not not bird-like, maybe kind of slimy-like, slithery-like. Hmm. And I think Leon does a double take and is like, uh, what? It's a nest, I think. But I- Oh, God. I'm a little small, and I think Baxilla or Travis should maybe go take a peek first. But snakes also don't have wings. I didn't say it was a snake, I just said it slithered. Flying snakes, you gotta watch out for those. Those were a thing? Mm. I don't know. 
<laughs> Not the animal can, can Gris roll uh, an, an animal handling check yeah. to see if she like recognizes it? She did go for on it on a farm as well. Uh, 14? It's not a farm animal, that's for sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, I also did that just because I felt dumb saying flying snakes. Uh, I got a 22 for animal <laughs> It's also not a farm animal, I guess. <laughs> okay, it's not a farm animal. Um, your ma used to tell you stories okay. as a child about mm -hmm. creatures that lived in the mountains. And whatever this is, is bad news. All hell. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh, all hell what, Maxilla? I just had a memory of my mom talking about uh -huh. something that's mm -hmm. bad news <laughs> from the mountains. Oh. <laughs> oh. This sounds great. Awesome. Like, um, um so we, we should check it out, but maybe me and Trav should go first and go proceed with how. That's a great idea. Leon's like, okay. All right, so Travis and Maxilla sort of approach this this nest with the rest of the party sort of following a few feet behind. Um, as yeah. they get closer, um, something does in fact slither out from behind a rock. Um, oh. The scales on its back glinting in the light. It unfolds a set of leathery wings and uh -huh. lets out this piercing shriek that sends shivers down your spine. Uh -huh. All except for one member of the party. To you, you hear, Leon, uh -huh. why have oh, you come? No. She speaks parcel tongue? No, honey, she speaks <laughs> no, dragon, but good job. <laughs> What is a- tell me what a fly is a dragon, not a snake? Can Leon speak back to it? I speak draconic, so I can speak back to it. Yeah, you can. Um, Leon says in- in- in draconic, um, she says, You have been stealing livestock from a- from our friends, and we're here to investigate. The wyvern responds and says, I'm not here to take criticisms from some bastard offspring. And then lunges towards we, the party. Can I get an initiative here for everyone? Do we have one? One plus three, four. Oh, no. Initiative, you said? Yeah. Do we do you, catch that Leon is talking to this beast? You like, heard Leon we... make some very strange mouth noises, and the dragon responded with similarly weird mouth noises. So mm -hmm. uh, Gris kind of heard these weird mouth noises from Leon when she slept in the inn previously. No, uh, different. No, completely okay. different. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, mine was a sixteen. Okay, Twelve. So... Maxilla's was a 10. <laughs> Galen. Wait, it was Galen who rolled a... Who was next? Sorry. Go one at a time, please. 17. Okay. I was 16. Okay. Gris was 12. 
Okay. Uh, Ari, you got a four? Four, but it was an at one, so just whatever you want. Yeah, and mine was a ten. Ari, now Travis needs to roll. Travis, roll for initiative, buddy. (laughs) Travis got a two. (laughs) And uh, let's have my boy the Wyvern roll here. His dexterity is... All right, so he got a ten, which puts them... I do right after Gris, I believe. Okay, so so before the battle starts, Leon looks to the party and she's like, it, "It's gonna, it's gonna fight us, y'all." <laughs> I tried to, I tried to talk it down. It's you can it's understand it. It's draconic. Cool, great, and Galen is like pulling back the arrow that he had knocked from earlier and is yeah, ready to shoot, unsheathing his sword. So, um, this. This creature, the the wyvern of Viri Valley, lunges at you, and uh, a couple of you are actually able to respond. Galen, uh, it is your turn. Okay, I'd like to shoot it with okay. the arrow, and okay. then um, I'd like to use a bonus action and see if I can. Let's see uh, what on. happens with that arrow first. Okay. Um. Uh, I rolled a three. All right, so uh, your arrow misses. Okay. And the beast roars. Oh, good, great. Leon, what did he say? (laughs) Was it comprehensible? It was basically just a swear word. (laughs) It was an expletive, Galen. (laughs) Great. (laughs) I'd like to dodge out of the way, I guess. All right, so you lunge to the side and move about um, five feet further from the wyvern, which is about ten feet from the party right now. Um, All of you are currently sort of in a clump. Mm -hmm. All within ten feet of Maxella. Okay. What's my reach, Jenny? Is it 10? Your reach is... Uh, you are a I mean, large I could, character, I so I, I believe it's 10 it. feet. Everyone else is 5, yours is 10. Mm-hmm. Dope, dope, dope. I call out to Galen. I'm like, hey, y'all, don't wander off too far. I can't... Don't go where I can't protect you, please. Got it. And he throws up a thumbs up. <laughs> All right, next is going to be Leon. Oh, God, okay. Um, oh, oh, God, okay. Um, let's, let's start tonight off with a little magic missile. Uh, Leon's going to cast magic missile. All right, go for it. So I just need to roll a d20 for that, correct? Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes. Well, that's a nine. So. Oh wait, no! I have to add my spell attack to it, don't I? For to see if it hits. Yeah. Uh, it should tell you. I thought, just... magic, I thought magic missile hit on attack. Me. No. Mm-mm-mm. Um. It says casting time one action. I see, like, oh, no, it's the plus three modifier, then. 
I just yeah. need to know what modifier so I have to apply to that it. Is, that is the plus Because I have a plus three modifier and a plus five spell attack. Um, it is the modifier. It's not the spell attack. The spell attack is for once it's, okay. it's successful. Okay, so then it's th- uh, the roll was 12. Uh, that does not land. Okay, so Leon's going to cast her bonus action of a cantrip. All right, what cantrip does she Which cast? is Firebolt. Okay, roll for damage with disadvantage. Um, Actually, wait, let me let me so check something. To... Let me check something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't use Firebolt. Are you sh- Okay, actually, are you sure you would like to use Firebolt? No, I guess. Oh, yeah. No. 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 I, I would not. If you want, you know, it's your own life. <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe I'll try Poison Spray. Let's try poison spray. You can do poison spray. Can you roll for damage? Let's try poison spray. Yes, I can do that. That's eight. All right, so you do eight damage. Yes. This poor wyvern's hanging out at 167 health. Oh, good. So much awesome. damage. All right. Yeah, really made a dent there. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, oh, next is going to be Gris. Whew. All right. Little Gris. Uh, hold on. I'm double checking. <sighs> Holy shit. Um, I think Gris is going to try and cast uh, Frostbite. Okay, go for it. We roll. Let's see what happens. Not me and Max just standing in idle. Uh, <laughs> we only like looking at them both. Like <laughs> I roll in the meantime. I roll in the meantime. Oh no, you go. I, I was gonna say I want Leon to call to the wyvern, being like, "We don't in draconic. We don't have to fight you. You can just go in peace. We don't. We don't want to fight you." It screams back an expletive. Okay, so Gris, you rolled a... Okay. 12. Okay, so that does not land. So then I am gonna... I guess kind of move closer to Maxilla, I would imagine, um, for for protection. And then I'm also going to go ahead and um, cast my bonus action, which is Chalet, on my uh, staff. All right, awesome. The Wyvern uh, is absolutely enraged. And uh, let's see, let me get to my dice real fast here. Sorry, I've got a lot of a lot of things open on one screen here. Uh, the wyvern sort of looks around at the party and dives towards the center of the party, snapping at Maxilla. Aw. Um, okay. Maxilla, uh, what your armor is 16. You have your, do you have your shield drawn? I do have my shield drawn. I said that before my computer crashed. All right, awesome. So we've got, you are at an 18 AC. So you roll this very quickly. All right. um, Jesus, all right. That's a a 20. Um, Maxella, it snaps at you. And uh, (laughs) sort of brings out its claws as it does so and slashes you. Uh, You take 13 damage. 
No, wait, hang on. It, it rolled only one D8. Okay, hang on. Hang on. Oh my god. What does a D8 look like? Not to sound ignorant, but um, uh, looks like uh, two... a double pyramid. I, figured I, figured I, I couldn't out. tell you. I used D and D Beyond. All right, so that's a nine plus five. Okay, I'm oh, so good. sorry. You take nineteen damage. Jenny. Okay. Oh no. Which leaves you with, I believe, forty-five health. Uh, what? No, sixty-five. Oh yeah. Wait, I keep forgetting you. You've leveled. Okay. Um. Yeah. Strong. Just a casual sixty-five health remaining. Leon's sitting there with twenty health. Like. <laughs> Maxilla, it's now your turn. <laughs> Cool. Um, I am going to attack him. I'm going to whap him with my warhammer. All right. Uh, can you roll the hit? Yep. Uh, how's a twenty-one? <laughs> that lands. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to roll for damage I here? Really screaming. Bed. Uh, I hit him for 10 points of damage. All right. And then I have a bonus action, too. Go uh, for it. Just as a look at it. I want to make sure that I have this. Hello? Okay, extra attack. Yeah, you can attack twice when you attack on your turn. Okay, I just want to make sure. Uh, So I want to hit him again. All right. I'm just going to... Armor? Yeah. Penetration? (laughs) I want to whap him. (gasps) I critted... There was a nat 20? Yeah, it was a nat 20, dude. All right. Uh, so I, uh, how's 28 for AC? <laughs> yeah, that hits. Uh, roll for damage. Oh, cool. I'm in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> also, Ari's um, just watching this strong, muscular, hot orc girl fucking <laughs> walk on this wyvern. And, and uh, Travis is like... leaning down to Ari and being like, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Maxilla, I just look up at him. I'm like, uh, so I can hit him for three damage die uh, when I crit. So that's it. 13 points of damage. So I'm going like, whap, <laughs> I whack him. Okay. Uh, awesome. Get fucked. <laughs> Next up is Ari. All right. So how far is it still within us? Like how far away from it am I? You are about ten feet away. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm, I have a sword in hand, and I now have a, uh, like someone to look up to. So I'm gonna head in, and I'm gonna try and stab him first. First action of the day. All right. Go ahead and uh, roll your d20. It's nineteen plus five, twenty-four. All right, that hits. Roll for damage. Okay. Three plus three, six. All right. Okay, so it's a bit. And then I have, and it may not work, but it's all I got. Uh, I'm going to do Flurry of Blows. Go for it. Um, which is, sorry, I just had to scroll down so far. Uh, which is just two unarmed attacks, so let's see if that works or not. All right, uh, roll for- 15 plus five, 20. That hits? Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. So that's one, is that the same for- Yeah, it is. Okay, one plus three, four, 
and four plus three, seven. All right. And my drunken technique gives me, or whatever it's called, gives me auto disengage. So don't hurt me. All right. So you disengage and you kind of duck your way back behind Maxilla. And yeah, yeah. I go 15 shield. feet back just to be sure. I move Absolutely. 10 feet forward, I go 15 feet back. <laughs> uh, now it's Travis's turn, and he takes his... Fuck him up, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> he takes his great axe and uh, swings it at the monster. All right, he rolls a 22, so it hits. Let's roll for damage. Yeah! Oh my god. Gris just kind of like glares at Galen, like, what are you doing? <laughs> He's motivating! So. Okay, wow. So he does nine, but he also uh, does a frenzy attack, so he's able to do a second attack here. Um. All right, he also lands that one <laughs> and does 14 damage. Oh my God. Uh, before he too sort of ducks back behind Maxilla's shield. <laughs> Don't worry, my, my friend. I will be your shield. <laughs> uh, next it is, I believe, Galen's turn. Ah, uh, tis. Okay. Ah, oh, tis. Ah. Uh. <laughs> I'm try. I'm trying to see if I could be impressive or not. Because I, I still want to impress Travis, even in the midst of battle. <laughs> okay. So where am I? In regards to the wyvern, am I like still in front of it? Am I to the side a little bit? Like, so you dodge, so you're probably to Maxilla's left, uh, about ten feet from the wyvern. Okay. Yes, a standardized unit of measurement. <laughs> Maxilla. <laughs> yeah. You are you are one and a half Maxillas away. <laughs> That's a little bit more accurate because she's like six foot eight. So technically, if you were ten feet away, it'd be a little smaller than two Maxillas. <laughs> It's like almost exactly one and a half Travis's. Mm. There you go. Okay. Um, okay, I have spells. What are my spells? Mm, not useful. Okay. Oh. Okay. Oh. Uh, I'm going to charge this thing with my daggers and try and see if I can mount it. I mean, it worked for me and I didn't have daggers. You're going to try to mount the wyvern? I want to see if I can, like, you know, like, stab him and, like, pull myself up and, like, oh. get on top of the wyvern's neck. Now is not the time to yeehaw, Galen. Galen, you are concussed. Okay, so Run, that's... I'm going to need you to do two separate rules for that. First, I need you to do uh, an acrobatics throw. Okay. Then an athletics throw. An athletics okay. saving throw. Um, and a, a an acrobatic saving throw. Okay. So for athletics, that is a 16, or a acrobatics, sorry. 16, and athletics is 7. Okay, Ryan, I'm going to uh, give you 
a little bit of a break here. I want a constitution saving throw, and I want to know your total health points right now. SMH my head. My total or what I have right now? What do you have right now, health points? I have 18 right now. Okay, so you go to attack the wyvern in this manner, which you've described. And it tosses you from its back. Luckily for you, you are caught by Travis, and you only take three damage from slamming into his body. Um, he sets you down and looks incredibly disappointed. Would you like to use your bonus action to try to attack again? Yes. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> but I think this time I just want to, like, shoot an arrow. <laughs> That's probably for the best. Uh, you are yeah. about 10 feet away, so you would have to do that with disadvantage, but you do still have 20 feet of movement if you want to move backwards. I would like to move backwards, yes. Okay, so you move 10 feet backwards, uh, giving you 20 feet, so you can now roll uh, that that d20. Uh, God, my dice are so hard to read. I'm just going to use D&D. Oh no. Mm. Oh no. Oh, 11. No. Oh, no. That does not oh, land. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. Uh next up is Leon. What's up? I just want I want you all to get some context for the things I was googling in between <laughs> these turns. My first google was can you use charm person on a wyvern? What intelligence level is needed in order to persuade someone to do something? So, um, my first question for you, uh, <laughs> Jenny, can I try to, like, not using, this is not my action, this is just talking. Like, try to persuade, like, how smart is the wyvern? Is, like, attempting to persuade it going to work, or is it, like, that angry? Is it not even worth my time? The wyvern has the same intelligence modifier as the dumbest member of your party. Oh no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Leon, that means it's not smart, but not dumb. It's pretty stupid. Um, It's kind of dumb. Leon is going to speak to it and also roll a persuasion check at the same time. Do you want to cast? Time. Okay, all right. Um, I can't cast Charm Person on a Wyvern. There's another spell called Cast Mon cast yeah, Charm Monster. Yeah. Um, so I'm depressed about it. You can do a persuasion check, however. Okay. You're going to roll with disadvantage uh, because it okay. has babies that it's defending. Okay. And the modifier is going to be changed by the fact that it is defending its young. Okay, so I'm going to roll twice. And the wow, lowest that's... roll is your official roll. I also need you to know I'm also... Six. I literally rolled a critical fail plus five. So oh. let's just not even bother with that. You don't get the um, modifier in the Leona's case gonna of be like critical fail. So instead I know. of speaking oh, draconic, you just yell the word bastard at it in English and attempt to persuade it. <laughs> you did okay, so... <laughs> Did not work in my favor. It was worth a shot. Um, I'm going to cast Magic Missile again. Okay. Uh, seeing it um, fail, can I just go, I don't think he has diplomacy skills. I mean, she did just <laughs> yell the phrase bastard at him. So from your context, it just kind of looks like she's now mad at the dragon. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I'm gonna cast magic missile. Okay. Um, actually, you know what? I'm gonna cast magic missile. Um, do we know what kind of wyvern this is? This is the wyvern of Yuri Valley. Okay. That's all you know. You're not okay. really a dragon expert. You should be, but you're not. Mm. And that's on being a noble. Um, <laughs> um, okay, what do I need to roll for this? A d20. Uh, to see if oh it lands. Oh, God. Oh, my God. What the fuck is... What is going on here? Somehow D&D &D Beyond just rolled three d20s. My stress levels. <laughs> okay. That's a 15 plus three... 18. Okay, so your magic missile actually lands. Okay, there so there go. are three... I'm not gonna fuck this up this time. <laughs> there are three missiles in magic missile. You can choose to um, like... You can shoot up to uh, three, but you can, you can shoot you as can many as you want. Um, yeah, you can shoot up to three. I can... There's only one target, though, so I'm gonna shoot all three at this target. Um, so the first one hits for three damage. Okay. The second one hits for three damage. All right, Leon. Wow. The third one hits for five damage. So nine damage total. No, right. eleven damage total. Yeah, Simple that's math. A, that's okay. eleven damage total. All right. Yeah. Um. Very good job. Ooh, no, I want to. I want to cast a bonus action. I'm sorry, but you already used an action to try to charm the dragon. Damn it. Okay. Then um, Leon's gonna back up and stay behind Maxilla's <laughs> using her. <laughs> yeah. All right, Leon's like, hey. next is going to be Gris. I'm going to preface this the same way that Vic did because uh, I've also been frantically Googling. Uh, for those of you who are watching, we all leveled up recently. <laughs> so we have a lot of like new abilities, one of which for Gris is Wild Shape. And I'm over here frantically trying to figure out if I can turn my ass into a wyvern, which I cannot. It's too high level for you. Oh I'm so sorry. <laughs> so the best I can do is a wolf. So I'm just tabling that for now. Um, <laughs> um, Gris is going to go ahead and try and, uh, from where she is, uh, use Entangle and maybe capture the dragon, the wyvern, and, and get it kind of set in one space. So I'm going to do my best to roll to roll well here. <laughs> Go for it. I did not. I got a nine. Yeah, that that is not sufficient. Nope. Uh, yeah. So at that at this point, um, I think I'm just gonna back up uh, as far as I can get uh, for this move. <laughs> All right. So you move backwards uh, and sort of you know go back into hiding with the rest of your friends. The wyvern now. Um, turns its attention Careful. to Leon. Oh no. Uh, oh no. And uh, it snaps its jaws at Leon and uh, lunges mm -hmm. forward intending to bite her. Leon, what's your armor class? Thirteen. And before, while well, Maxilla sees it lunging, she holds out her shield uh, and says, now watch watch your back there, uh, pretty lady. And she uh, puts disadvantage on the attack of the wyvern. Perfect, thank you. All right, so it's... Okay. 
Okay. Okay. Jenny's like, All that right. would have killed Leon. So. That's a 16, though, even with disadvantage. So okay, it good. lands awesome. um, and does 11 damage. Awesome. Okay. Leon is hurting. The monster then turns its attention to Travis. Uh, and uh, you can see that on the back of, of this dragon is a stinger, almost akin to what a scorpion has. Oh, God. Okay, and... Uh, he uh, he goes to stab Travis. Maxilla, would you like to uh, have a reaction yeah. here? <laughs> Uh, Maxilla puts out her shield once again, and she's like, now don't you even think about it. And she puts it in front of Travis, too. Okay, let's see. Disagree. Alright, so this is, uh, it rolls to attack Travis. That's a, well, actually. So. Maxilla! Uh... The stinger, instead of colliding with Travis, collides with the uh, the sh the shield, and sort of the the wyvern scuttles back a little bit. Shut down. Travis thinks that was a very <laughs> sexy thing you just did. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm God fan art of it later. You know I am. <laughs> <laughs> Maxilla, go ahead and uh, do what you want to this to this monster. Yeah, uh, Maxilla absolutely is like, no way, you're not touching nobody. And so she does the same thing, and she's going to whack him. She's going to whack him with a Warhammer. All right, go for it. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, Warhammer, let's go. Mm, 22? That lands. Dope. Well, for damage. Uh, and that's going to be 10 points of damage. Jesus. All right. <laughs> and the bonus. Uh, I'm going to do my uh, uh, sec extra attack. So I'm going to hit him again. I'm going to whack him. All right. <laughs> uh, oh, that's a 14. Ooh, you go to whack him. And this time you get thrown a little off balance and sort of no. spend your bonus action writing yourself. Uh, yeah, Maxilla sweeps too hard, and she kind of does a weird, awkward twirl, and she lands, and she's like, "Sorry, y'all, I forget how big my body is sometimes." Oh. Oh. Ari, it is now your turn. It is uh, angry that that this wyvern has caused Max to go get off balance because how dare. Um, I oh, not almost kill Leon with my sword. <laughs> no, no, no. Ari's moved on, Leon. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I go in with my with my stabby stabby stick. All right, uh, roll the hit. Mm-hmm. That's a twelve plus five seventeen. That does hit. Roll for damage. Okay. Okay. That's a six plus three nine. All right. And then uh, I continue. I I drop it and I uh, do my flurry of blows again. Go for it. Let's see. 
That's a 14 plus 5, 19. That does hit. Nice. So we get... That's a 4 plus 3, 7. And... A 2 plus 3, 5. <laughs> Alright. Sounds good. Jenny, can I ask what And our... then I step back the same 15 feet. <laughs> can I All ask right, what just... our wyvern friend is at? I'm a yo-yo baby. So, Pippin, you just did 5 damage or 12 on that? Uh, 7. Total? 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. I can count with my fingers. Alright. Wyvern is uh, at 75 health. Sorry, okay. Uh, Maxilla is like, Nice wagon there, Ari. You show that wyvern who's boss. <laughs> Thank you, Maxa. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's now Travis's turn. Um, he comes at the uh, the wyvern and uh, once again goes to strike it with his great axe. Let's see. All right, that's a 25, so that that lands. Um, I mean, it uses his strength modifier, so that makes sense. Uh, so he is going to roll for damage. Jesus. Okay, so he does 13 damage. And then he is going to... He's going to uh, do a bonus action. Alright. Same, Get him. same attack. Get him. It's a 13. That one fails to land. He, too, is thrown off by his size, but more, he, he swung his axe too hard and just sort of went around in a circle. The momentum. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta watch out for that momentum. <laughs> Gotta watch out for that angular momentum. Next is Galen's turn. How big are the wings on this wyvern? Six feet each, twelve feet across. Mm. Okay. I was gonna see if I could use gust of wind, but I don't think it's worth it if it's got a twelve foot wingspan. What are you gonna <laughs> do? Make it fly? No, we don't want that. Well, it's a very Keep strong it on gust the of ground. wind. <laughs> it's also a very strong dragon. Um. Do I have anything in my equipment? I haven't been checking that. Uh, One of 500 daggers? Uh, I only have <laughs> two, thank you. This one? Or this one? Or this one? Or this one? Or this, this one? one? <laughs> <laughs> my uh, gosh, this one? Yeah. Area, I'm reading. I'm sorry. It's okay, we're all big thinky right now. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, oh no, in the meantime, can Leon talk? Can Leon try and just say something to the wyvern? I mean, you can. It doesn't Not try seem to persuade it or anything. Intense on verbose conversation. Yeah. Fine, Leon's gonna say something else. Again, in Draconic. Taylor, like, shouts from across wherever Leon is and be like, threaten its kids! <laughs> no. Leon looks at him and is like, No! <laughs> and then is like, oh, should I? No. <laughs> Leon says in Draconic, please, we we don't want to hurt you or any any of you. We don't want to hurt. We just want you to go. 
and leave this place. So Travis can tell that you're trying to talk to the dragon and he sort of uh, leans over and says, you know, in my experience, dragons aren't huge negotiators. And the, the wyvern sort of hisses in response. Liam <laughs> okay, think- looks up at Travis and is like, it was worth a shot. Like, what if it could? Maybe, maybe I could say, "Hey," and then it would go. Right? That would be that would be nice. Hmm. I'm like dying here, so hmm. I'm gonna tip an arrow with acid and try and shoot it again. Okay, go for it. <laughs> uh, thirteen. That does not land. God damn it. We're doing so good. It's a very wiggly wyvern. You know what I mean? So like you shoot an arrow and like it like it like wiggles out of the way. It's yeah. as slippery as a grease pig. Slippery as a grease pig. Oh my god. Y'all remember when we thought this was just a flying snake? Lol. <laughs> Gotta watch out for the flying snakes. Oh my god. Okay, uh Galen, do you want to take a bonus action? Uh, <laughs> would Who's you next? rather be fighting a flying cow? I believe no. that Leon is next. So, uh, I have a bonus action that I could. Uh, uh, help? Is that a thing? Was this? You can lend your aid to another creature in the completion of a task. Okay. Maybe not. There's no task to be done. I was gonna say. No. I just do the magic. Right. Um. I want to climb a tree. There's no trees to be climbed, no, Galen. It's a field. No, we're, we're like we're, we're in some hills. We're in the middle of like a cornfield. Oh. Okay. We're I playing D with this wyvern. Okay. There's a thicket of bushes. It's like there's I mean, a tree three kilometers away. <laughs> I'd like to climb it. Like, no. <laughs> you could climb Travis if you want to do. He's probably the yeah, closest thing you guys. I want to climb up on Travis's shoulders to. You gonna ask him first? Head. I'm just gonna look at him and be like, "Trust me," and then just climb on top of his shoulders. Travis does Ooh, not trust you. I need to no. for you to roll a Constitution saving throw. <laughs> Oh lord. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh lord. How'd you think that was gonna go? Fifteen. You don't take any damage, but he does throw you unceremoniously on the ground. Dead. I'll have a common goal, Travis. <laughs> I don't know goal. how that would have helped it, sir. <laughs> Are y'all playing mess now, boys? And Maxilla throws over her shoulder. <laughs> Travis like smiles at Maxilla and then turns to Galen and is like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wow. love Leon. It is now your turn. <laughs> Look, Travis, if you punch me again, I'm just saying you lose a member of the party and then your group's even smaller. So it's best to not do anything to me and to take it all out on the wyvern. Okay, good. Glad we're on the same page. You're gonna get salty with Travis, Galen. That's a bad with Travis. <laughs> Shake my head. Have you seen his character sheet? It's wild. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now and it's scary. <laughs> yeah. Please stop antagonizing right. the only reason we're still alive. 
I mean, Maxell is also. Why I was going to say alive. Travis I, 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 looks I upset. Like that. them as a pair, I'm considering them a unit. Listen, if you fuck with Travis, Maxell ain't going to help us. Exactly. We're still. We're not. We're not completely defined yet. We're not a unit. We're. Maybe yes when you put the chicken down. So like, y'all need to discuss this. <laughs> They're together. Aww. It's very new. They're exploring the, the definitions. Aww. All right, yeah, put on it. Leon, it's it's your turn. Yeah, Leon's gonna cast um, magic missile, <gasps> and that is an. If I, I'm gonna ask this every time. It's a d20, right? Every time you're gonna have to roll a d20 to hit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So that's seven plus three ten. I doubt that hits. That does not hit. Okay, I'm gonna cast Poison Spray. Go for it. Roll as for my damage. bonus action. Roll for damage. That's two damage. That's that's a d12 that I rolled, and it did two damage. So mm. my rolls are going well. That causes uh, poison damage, right? Yes. All right. So the monster is now down to 59 because it's when you lose one HP per turn for as long as that's in effect. Okay. Um. It is now Gris's turn. Hello. Um, Gris is going to attempt yet again to use Entangle. Go for it. Leon's sitting here with nine health like, uh. <laughs> Gris. Uh, my healer. <laughs> I did not realize you had nine health. I'm going to be fucking honest. It's Sorry. all good. I'm just going to die, I guess. <laughs> I rolled a four, so that's kind of useless. <laughs> so at this point, Gris is going to try to get closer to Leon. Okay. I don't know how far away she is. I'm still behind Maxilla's shield. So you are about five feet from Leon, as is. Okay, I'll just kind of get close to Leon so I can hopefully heal her next round. Okay. That's the end of my turn. All right, next up is going to be the Wyvern. Um, which... Turns its attention once again to Travis. <laughs> um, and reaches out its claws and slashes at him. Let's see. Not on my, not, not on my watch. You're, gonna, <laughs> you're going to like uh, drop your shield? Yeah, always. Hmm. always. Okay. I, I can't have a zingy one-liner every single time I do this, but like... <laughs> How dare. It's a requirement. So 24, so 18, because it rolled with disadvantage. Oh, damn it, Travis. That hits. Travis is going to have to roll a constitution saving throw. Jesus. Oh, no. Well, Travis. hang on. <laughs> hang on. Okay. Why am I rolling so fucking good? I'm angry. Angry. Uh, <laughs> right? Maxwell don't, don't like when her friends get hurt. Okay, uh, Travis is going to take 7d8 of damage. Um, I'm what? Excuse me? <laughs> no, I'm sorry, 7d6 of damage. I gotta roll d6 seven times. Just hang on. <laughs> I don't even know where my d6 is. Oh, God. Okay, I'm gonna have to do some math here. Everybody hang on. Travis uh, stumbles back and makes a noise of pain. And oh. it, yeah, but it's not quite that sexual. 
Um, no, that wasn't Travis's noise. That was four and six. Seven. And it'll do the math for us. I'm just uh, concerned for Travis's 12, well-being. Thirteen. Fourteen. Seventeen. Travis takes twenty-one damage. Uh, but oh he goodness. actually seems to be fine. He uh, he just sort of like looks down at his chest and says, "Seen worse." Uh, yeah! But it is poison damage, oh so that's my boy right there. He's gonna take they damage as he goes. <laughs> oh no! Uh, but he does. He winces in pain and sort of like makes a little grunting noise. The wyvern then uh, turns its attention to Ari with its bonus action. And makes to bite them. Ari, what's your your armor class? It's fifteen. Ari, I'm so sorry. You take okay. Disadvantage again. If have, did you roll disadvantage? Because Maxwell's throwing up her shield because she just saw Travis take twenty fucking points of damage. She doesn't want her friends getting hurt. It still hits the no! eighteen. Uh, Ari, you take. Let me roll for it. Oh god, this is making me so nervous! <laughs> Six. You take uh, ten damage. Okay. Not our tank taking less damage no. than the fucking sorceress. I'm bitter. <laughs> Chris is right there, Simmer. <laughs> you can be fine I'm in a minute. Angry. Yeah. Uh, Maxilla, okay. it is now your turn. Maxilla is fucking pissed. She's just feeling extremely... <laughs> like... Like, she's been trying- like, she made a promise to protect these people, and right and left, like, they keep getting hurt, even when she's trying her best, and she's ready to fucking, like, absolutely go ham on this goddamn wyvern. So, Maxilla's gonna- Maxilla's gonna whack him, but she's gonna whack him three times, or she's gonna try to. We'll see how this goes. Okay. So, I'm gonna go the first one. Let's get the first one. Well, that's nothing. That's a 12, so she fucking misses. I think she's too pumped. She misses, which is embarrassing, <laughs> but, like, whatever. Uh, she's going to take her second action. Seeing red, she can't do it. Well, that fucking misses, too. Are you serious? Oh, no. Okay. Oh, one more time. <sighs> okay. Well, fuck me, I guess. No! Uh, Nope. Oh, I didn't get over baby. 12, and I know that hasn't been hitting the AC. Oh, no. Well, never mind. Right. <laughs> Nexel's pissed, and she just waved her <laughs> warhammer, and I think the wyvern played right into that and just weaved around her. Oh. <sighs> oh, God. Yeah, so you go to attack the wyvern, and it dodges each one of your very strong hits. Um, and... Leaves you feeling a little foolish, but you're still furious. Uh, yeah, next up is Ari. Yeah. So seeing this, I'm um concerned. I yell out a thank you as I'm getting back up from being shook around. Um. Uh, I'm concerned, and yet take a deep breath, and I try and stab it. Go for it. Two plus five, seven. That does absolutely nothing. The wyvern hisses at you. 
Leon, cool. you can tell that it just called them an incredibly long obscenity, actually. All right. Um, so I do that. I stumble back and drop my sword in fear. Uh, but I am not... I'm ready. Um, and I do flurry of blows again. All right. Roll for, roll for uh, attack. Three plus five, eight. That does not land. Would you like to move back behind Maxilla's shield? I would. All right. Next up is Travis, who, uh, although poisoned, is is still doing pretty well. Uh, man's got a lot of HP. What can he say? Uh, Travis is going to. Ooh. Okay. Travis is. Uh. Wow. How do I get rid of this thing? Okay. Um. Okay, Travis is going to attack using his great axe. Hmm. And he rolls a so. 15, which hits for nine damage. He's then going to use a uh, bonus action to swing again. He rolls a 10. No, he rolls a... Wow, okay. 7 plus 9 equals 16. 16. Alright, so he does He does roll. I keep forgetting that he's got crazy. Uh, and he rolls a... Uh, he does another 9 damage. Mm. <laughs> nice. Travis, my boy. Uh, next up is Galen. Okay. Um... Okay, so for one action, I'd like to, like, dash around to the side of the wyvern, right? Okay. And then I want to use Gust of Wind to kind of mm. blow it off balance. Okay. A line of strong winds, 60 feet long and 10 feet wide. Um, so if you do that, everybody has to roll a saving throw and they will be knocked back. Because of the width of it. Even if I'm, hold on. I got, so I got to heal Leona. We go. She gonna die. <laughs> so this is a lot like Fireball in that there is a okay. width. They are within. Range. Uh, yes, they're in range. Okay. Feet, yeah. It's like my Agnazar Scorcher. It's like a line that's like a certain feet wide in length. Hmm. Should Should I just go for the eggs? <laughs> Do you want no, to? No, Galen. <laughs> Do you want to, Galen? No. Uh, Are you sure you don't want to? I mean... It could be a good distraction. You know what? I've put my life on the line a lot already. Fuck it. I'm oh going to go God. for the eggs. Galen. Dagger's drawn. Roll an acrobatics check. Galen. Galen, what's your health? 20. Nat 20? 18 plus 2. Okay, alright. So you grab one of the eggs and sort of somersault back behind Maxilla. In wow. response, the wyvern rears up on its mm -hmm. rear legs and lets out a piercing screech that makes all of the hairs on the back of Leon's neck stand up. Ooh. Um, this is a Did cry that it? to you sounds so much like the cry of a mother who has lost her child. Um, um okay. Is it, it is it 
this did this cry say anything? No, it's just like completely grief stricken. Leon looks at Galen. That's a baby. That's a baby. You can't. You have to. I, I know. I know. Get it. Get it. Get it while it's no. screaming. <laughs> you can't. You can't. What? That's. This is a. What, should we? What do we do? What? What? Hi. Oh my God. Leon's like having an existential crisis because she's like, should we be killing a mom right now? Galen. Um, Galen takes a dagger yeah. and holds it up to the egg, and is like staring Galen? at the wyvern. Wait, Leon. What if we negotiate now? So Galen, the wyvern uh backs away from the party. And Leon's Leon in draconic. It yeah, hisses oh. at you, and it all you can hear is just please. Um, give me the egg. No. Ah, uh, give me the egg. I'd rather you talk she to it. She holds her hand out. Just give me the egg. It's a large egg. You're gonna have to kind of hold it like this. That's fine. Just trust me, Galen. Okay. And Galen sort of like hands it over, but still points his dagger at the egg. Leon says in Draconic, we don't want to hurt you or your babies. We will give you your baby back if you leave and never come back. The dragon sort of like looks at the eggs and, and looks at you and um, says, how am I supposed to leave? Can you fly the eggs? with you away. Gris kind of turns to Leon and says, is it a deal? Could we make a deal? Some sort of offering to the dragon? It's food that she needs, right? And like, she kind of turns to Maxilla and says, how many, like, how many animals are you missing a week? How many animals is the wyvern? When will the babies hatch? Leon asks in Draconic. Um, as you ask this, the egg, the leathery egg that you're holding, you can feel it like sort of move. Oh, the egg is about to hatch. Okay. Um, Galen puts the, oh, the dagger okay. right up against the shell. Leon moves away it's... from Galen. Like, what are you doing? Well, I'm like staring down this wyvern, just being like, "You're not being helpful." She's like stepped away from Galen and is like, "You're gonna kill a baby. You're gonna kill a baby." It's a wyvern. It's a baby. It's a wyvern. Baby. Okay. Would you Maybe. rather have one or two of these things? Galen, as you're debating, uh, you feel a strong hand sort of grab you by the shoulder. And oh, no. Travis spins you around and he's like... I really didn't expect much from you, but this is far below the minimum. Ooh. Uh -oh. Um, not mad. Disappointed. <laughs> That's basically what he communicated. Yes. Leon says in Draconic, "The baby. It, it looks like the baby's about to hatch. Your can you can you you leave with the baby? What would what what can we do to help you get out safely? The wyvern so hisses at you and says, "Baby, back." Three days. Okay. Leon turns to Maxilla and Travis and says, so, because nobody's understood anything no, that's yeah. happening right now. Like, <laughs> We're just like, 
think at a wyvern. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm so sorry, but it's very much like that scene in Harry Potter where the, hang on. Uh, Vic, just for the sake of acting, let, let's get some wyvern speak here. The wyvern's like, <laughs> how do I, how does one even do parcel tongue? Because that's what I'm like channeling here. I can't do the raspy throat thing. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take that. I like that. I did the best I could with what I have, folks. Um, so <laughs> Leon turns to um, Maxilla and Travis and says, okay, mama, baby, okay? Mm -hmm. It's moving. It's about to hatch. The wyvern says oh, okay. it needs three days three days if we give the baby back and then leon turns to it again and says so in three days you'll leave in draconic the wyvern says yes if you it'll give me my baby if we give the baby back it'll leave in three days how do how are we feeling about this and she's like looking at travis and 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 maxilla i mean i don't want to cause any more trouble than uh needs to and if this problem can go away in three days i'm sure my our farmers could recover uh okay with, but i mean if maybe she didn't go after a lot of livestock but i mean we don't have to we don't have to push the limit farther than we can uh travis um, meanwhile leon uh, sort of holds his stomach yeah. where where he was uh pierced earlier and his his skin sort of his Blue skin has now taken on sort of a greenish tinge, and he gives like a thumbs up. Yeah. Okay. Um, Leon looks to the wyvern and says, "I'm going to bring your baby back. Um, can you maybe hunt for creatures not from the farm for the three days, and then go? If not, that's fine." The wyvern hisses back three days and doesn't answer the question. Okay. Leon turns to Maxilla and says. I'm a little low on health. Can we maybe walk together? <laughs> right. Sounds great. Okay. So Leon says to the wyvern, I'm going to put the baby back in the nest, okay? The wyvern hisses in response. Does it say yes? Yeah, it it's, it's an affirmative <laughs> noise. Okay, sick. An affirmative um, So Leon... <laughs> Leon and I guess Maxilla um, walk towards the nest and, and Leon gingerly puts down the egg. And then right. hiding behind Maxilla's shield like backs the fuck up. The wyvern sort of wraps itself around the nest and and uh, lets out one sort of like loud hiss before um, closing its eyes and, and sort of like wrapping itself around these these eggs. Leon looks around and is like, all right, okay, uh, <laughs> we should go. We should leave. I'm fine with that. Gris kind of like nods, but before leaving, casts good berry and like leaves 10 berries, like at the, like far enough away from the nest, but like just kind of as an act of solidarity, like it won't do much, but it might be enough to like help her and, and the baby. So she just kind of leaves the 10 good berries. Um, do yeah. Uh, can you go on your character sheet and add plus three inspiration and call that, uh, Draconic Blessing, please? Yeah. <laughs> That's adorable. Aww. Cute. Wow. 
Okay. All right, so are you all sort of headed back where you came from? Yes. All right, Maxilla, go ahead and, and lead lead your friends back to your home if if you so want. Sounds uh, good. All right. Well, that was quite a adventure, huh? Yeah. I guess. I appreciate y'all for the help. Leon, if you hadn't been there, I definitely think that would have gone differently because I can't. We I can't talk to Wyvern. Can't talk to it. Yeah. Yeah. We, you potentially would have ended up being a wyvern mother, mm. <laughs> which would have been fun for you. I was worried I was going sure. to adopt that, those wyvern babies if we had to do that. <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah. And that wouldn't have exactly great. have solved your livestock problem yeah would have it, had to, you would have had to feed the baby wyverns yeah. not yeah. not good on the wallet travis yeah. sort of uh so. interrupts and says you know and just wait for the teenage years those are rough and <laughs> exactly gets a little bit of a far-off look in his eyes for a second <laughs> gris like looks at a hard <laughs> chuckle and kind of like yeah uh, like el elbows whatever part of travis she can in solidarity <laughs> Like his like mid thigh. Yeah. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, you all arrive back at Maxilla's home without um, much event, and she unlocks the door and and welcomes everyone in. And before you all head upstairs, Travis puts on a a pot of tea um, because the truth is you can take a man out of the inn, but you you can't take the innkeeper out of out of the man. And he, I love that. He sort of has you have you all sit down and and look over each other's injuries, though he's looking a little worse for wear himself. I think Gris would kind of walk over and realize that he's, you know, obviously poisoned or something since he's not doing so well. Um, is Gris equipped with the herbs and like medicine to to, to heal him? Will cure wounds solve poison? Yes, uh, okay. the, the herbal solution will work. Okay, so Gris starts to kind of pull things out of her bag and, and takes, you know, a, a mortar and a pestle and, and starts to kind of grind a, a poultice together and starts to kind of rub it over um, Travis's wounds without even asking, just kind of goes for uh, it. He's kind of standing there like, uh, like looking down at her, both hands up in the air. And it's like, like she's like, probably on a chair or a table at this point. Like Gris, Gris has found a way to heal this orc. Like... <laughs> okay, so Travis, trying to be helpful, just sort of, like, takes off his shirt and stands there very awkwardly, like, letting oh. this very tiny woman clean his wounds. Is <laughs> he a real sweet treat? Thank y'all. I, I wouldn't have that many supplies, and I know our doctor's kind of out right now, so I appreciate you helping us. Gris just kind of, like, waves her hand at Maxilla and is like, it's the least we can do, and she starts, you know, kind of doing it, and she looks up at Travis and says, you really should braid your hair more often. It looks quite nice. It's kind of doing her thing and as she's doing this she looks over to leon and she says you go sit down you're next <laughs> oh okay yeah. okay okie dokie <laughs> leon just like sits so okay. after that yeah i think gris will turn over to uh leon and and cast uh cure wounds so this will be level two cure wounds so let me roll to see what i do for you nice 17 <laughs> I'm just doing this. I just pour myself tea and go stand by Max. I'm at Max Health. Leon's feeling great. So <laughs> like, Travis, Thanks, Chris. Uh, as as the rest of the party sort of focuses on Leon and, and Ari does their awkwardly standing near pretty girls thing, 
Uh, Travis <laughs> approaches Maxilla and sort of says, you know, um, are you okay? Yeah, I'm doing fine. It was kind of nice to get the blood rushing through uh, my old muscles again and kind of getting that thrill for adventure. I really miss being on that road, I'm feeling. Maybe as soon as Bob or Ma get back, maybe I can go on another adventure. I'm feeling fine, though. I'm no, I know it took a kind of a big hit, but I really just made me kind of miss it, you know, more than anything else. He sort of nods and understanding. He goes, oh, um... <clears throat> Speaking of, of which, I was going to give you this earlier, over dinner, um, man came by and, and dropped it off while, while you were out uh, feeding the goats, and he pulls out um, from from a pocket this, this envelope, and it's at this point a little blood-stained, a little worse for wear, but you can see clearly that, that your name is across it. It says, uh, Maxilla Osteoclast. Uh, linked Hearts Farms, and he says, "I, uh, I think it's it's from a friend." And he he hands it to you. Let me see that there. She pulls it open. She kind of, with her very rough org hands, kind of like rips open, and she looks at it, and she's like, "Hmm, ah, I don't know why she sends it like this. I don't know why she can't just send a normal message." <laughs> Travis <laughs> like peeks over your shoulder turns bright red and looks anywhere but at the letter you've just received. Yeah, I, I don't know what she expects me to do with this. She's always sending me something like this. Y'all want to hear this? Let me let me show y'all. Um, this yes, is a friend I, of yeah, mine. Absolutely. Um, and she I'm turns already around. there just almost like... <laughs> and there's a stamped picture of a tiefling in a provocative pose Winking at the reader, and underneath it, she has written a note, and Maxilla reads it, saying, Greetings from a sunny aquaria. Miss you, XOXO, be bothkin. Oh, I, I miss her too, but damn, why can't she just send, tell, send me a message to tell me what she's up to? Chris is, like, a little embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> so, at the mention Taylor, of the name like, be bothkin, yeah. it's super pale. Can they're now looking at the picture. So, um, sorry, Galen, can you repeat that? So, at the mention of the name of B. Bovigan and a provocative tiefling, <laughs> Galen just gets super pale. He gets flustered. Mm. He loses all of his complexion, what little he has, and is kind of just like hand, like head on fist, just kind of like staring at the table wide eyed, like, and shakes his head, like, oh no. If, uh, Gris doesn't really Does see. Leon see this? Oh, but we Leon. know Aquara, Aquaria. Yeah. So maybe we, I yeah, but does, I want to know if Leon sees okay. that. Leon, roll perception check. Okay. <laughs> Ryan's playing Galen so well right uh, now. Oh, that's yeah. three plus two, five. No. Um, you are too distracted by this beautiful woman who is just sensually posing, sort of half nude on on this on this piece of paper, who apparently sends letters like this all the time to Maxilla. Often, she's like, I get that Leon's like, wow, she's beautiful. <laughs> did you say Aquara? <laughs> but did you hear Ari? <laughs> no, what did Ari say? <laughs> Can I get on that railing? <laughs> 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 
sorry. I just needed everyone to hear that because it was perfect gay it's only fans. <laughs> only fans. Fantasy only fans. Uh, that's actually exactly only what it is, but go on. Don't <laughs> fucking kill me. Bye. Okay. So Leon's like, wow. She's wow, she's beautiful. I know. Did you say uh did you did you say Aquara? And Maybe she looks at Galen. She's uh traveling to right now. I haven't seen her in a couple months. We kind of split pads after our last adventure, but it seems to be where she's landed. But Galen. Galen's from Aquara. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. And it is where we're going. Small world. It's where we're going. We're going to Aquara. We're going to Aquara. That's in the knives. Y'all, hold on. You say that. You said we were going to the knives. You didn't say we were going to my home. How are we supposed to get to the volcano without going through Aquara, Galen? I thought it was a given. Isn't that looked at the map? Travis, yeah, that's the main port. It's islands. It's islands. We need to stop at the main port. Mm-mm. So Travis, at this point, has clocked Galen's reaction and is sort of looking at him, and he's like, Do you know B? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh? Oh? I do. Oh, you do? Really? What? Gris, Gris Clueless is like, you And you don't want to go back? <laughs> you don't! <laughs> Like, oh god, blushes. Ari! Galen blushes, and he's like, yes. Like, <laughs> no? No, no? No, no, B? You know. oh, Galen, with how many people you know in my life, I am surprised we have not met before. Yeah, it's crazy, right? It's almost like there's a crossover <laughs> happening right now. Wow. Small world. I am just blown away. I have never met anybody outside of Viri Val until a couple months ago, and now it feels like I know everybody. Yeah, it's crazy how <laughs> travel works. Uh, so how 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 do you know uh, B? Well, she's my traveling companion. Uh, she's got quite the repertoire. Uh, she used to be a food critic, but I think she's kind of expanding out her world about how to reach others through uh messages. Uh, she's sending me these pictures, but I think she's sending a lot of other people as well, and I think charging for them. Uh, yeah, that sounds and like then, <laughs> for her. Um, I haven't spoken. Like we kinda, we'll we never. try to keep in touch, but I had to have some responsibility during uh, uh, what's it called? Harvest, and I couldn't. I had to get off the road for a little bit, and I think we all kind of parted ways. But yeah, me, uh, me and B go way back. Good, good. She's good. She's very sweet. She's kind of hard to read though. Mm, yeah, you you can, you can you can pick up on it uh, if you've known her like I have. Anyway, uh, mm-hmm. oh, oh, what was that? Like Galen? you have? <laughs> Leon mm. looks at Galen and says, "So, would she be able to guide us to Hell's Portal? Maybe? How well does she know the knives? How well does she know Aquara? Uh, well. Uh... How well does she know you? How well does she know you? Good question, Ari." B and I uh, are close friends. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. We've known each other for a while. We've okay. done many a crime together. Okay. Uh, but anything past that is none of your goddamn business. And Galen sort of like, say, that's knocks on the kind table. of the way I used to tell my mother that I 
was friends with lots of my suitors like and instead i was going out on dates so travis is sort of very obviously amused by this whole situation and uh, yeah uh looks at galen with this sort of like scheming smile and he goes well it sounds like you're due back in aquaria i don't need you to parent me now travis he laughs. You know what? He laughs and he's like, I'm just saying, we have your friend's current address if you needed a I know contact. where to find them. I'll take it. <laughs> I know where to find yeah, them. Leon. I would Leon's also like, like I'll that. take it. Leon, I, I know where to find them. I'll give it to you, Ari. Don't worry. I know where to find them. You don't need that. Maxella oh. hands uh, Leon the letter. Oh, no. Thank okay. you, Maxella. Actually, Leon puts it in her yeah. satchel. I was like, maybe I should have given that to Ari, but oh well. <laughs> Just <laughs> Ari will be having this exchange yeah. of this letter from Maxilla's hands to Leon's to Leon's bag. And I was like, Leon <laughs> 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 just like puts his head down on the table in embarrassment. Oh, Galen. <laughs> Travis clears the empty mugs and he looks at Maxilla and he's like, well, I think it's time our guests head to bed. I yeah. agree. Y'all have been a real hoot. I will have to say that. It's been quite, <laughs> uh, been quite some time since we had visitors to Berry Valley, and I didn't expect y'all to be so lively. And I'm just tickled oh. pink that y'all helped tonight. And uh, I just want to say, I know y'all are doing traveling. Uh, if you ever need help, ever. Uh, just feel free and reach out. I, I'd always be happy to help. It just as a payment. You, you and you, Maxella and Travis, you have both been wonderful, and I cannot thank you enough for opening up your home to us and being so wonderful and feeding us and and you know literally using a shield and to keeping protect us alive. Us. So <laughs> can't can't thank you more than enough and for that. Um, <gasps> thank you for the chicken. Yes, yes, Travis, you're an excellent cook. He once again yes. kind of kneels down to Gris's level so he can make eye contact with her, and he's like, "Thank you, sincerely, ma'am." And once again, awkwardly pats her on the head. Clearly not used to physical expressions of affection. Um, Gris kind of like tries to squeeze his arm a little bit as much as her tiny hand can. Uh, Maxilla, you you lead. Um, your guests up to their rooms and the night passes very quickly. Um, the next morning, the party departs um, from the front porch as, as the sun rises and Maxilla and Travis wave you goodbye, sort of awkwardly holding hands and in an uncomfortable oh. but all the same natural expression of affection. Um, <laughs> Y'all, thank you so much for coming to see this episode wait, of Tabletop wait, 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 Tavern. Okay, all right. What would you like to say? You want a reaction? So, yeah, I wanted a reaction. So before we, everyone leaves, Galen kind of like hangs back and uh, looks at Travis, uh, and he sa- he just says quietly, "I'm sorry." Travis. And then uh, walks away. Travis pats you on the head wordlessly, still holding hands with Maxilla. <laughs> I'm sad. Bye. Um, thank you so much for, uh, for coming to this episode.